Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here for our 11th anniversary episode, which means we have to talk about WrestleMania. Night one, night two, but mostly our anniversary. Joining me over Skype are only two other members of the Swoggle Squad, which we will get to here in a few moments. Uh, First in Chicago, Illinois, is Rich. Uh, one, I love how you <clears throat> refer uh, to WrestleMania the same way uh, you would say the title of We Have to Talk About Kevin. We have to talk about WrestleMania. It's a problem. It's uh, a problem. And we, we need to uh, nip this in the bud. Uh, also, you know, I've been watching, catching up on a lot of older shows, uh, you know, throughout the, the past year and whatnot. And, uh, uh, you know, the relationship between the show King of the Hill and then the King of the Mountain match the show's much better than the match it's uh, uh, inspired from. Uh, if Because I did the crown joke a few months ago and being the, the king of the ring and whatnot. I don't so remember I'm what like, happened I'm on Raw that I watched yesterday. You think I remember your crown callbacks on this podcast that doesn't <laughs> exist every week anymore? Uh, well, when I tuned in, Braun Strowman was cutting a promo in a steel cage. Uh, and then after that, uh, Matt Riddle uh, flipped his feet up and birds came out of his ass. <laughs> Look, that's the best thing that can come out of Matt Riddle's ass, let's be honest. And speaking of coming out of your ass, in Nashville, Tennessee, is Michael Whitten. You're in the Segway spot, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. You're in the Segway spot, oh, I had nothing else. Oh, 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 man, hey. For 11 years, we've been coming for all of you, and we're going to... I About a week, about like five days ago, there was like a video that I saw on Twitter, and it was like a bunch of wrestling snippets of people saying things that could be construed sexually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the jake roberts aw you're not gonna bust a nut in my ring was on there right and i, I had, the last guy i don't know who he was you probably know who i'm talking about uh was being like very serious and everything like that and he's like i'm gonna come on you like no one's ever come on you before and i just lost it I think that was like a weekly Kurt Angle bit for like six months. <laughs> like he'd always say something that was just like, because it's like, oh, I'm dopey Kurt. But I, I vaguely know who you're talking about. So uh, I, I still feel anxiety doing this on Zoom because like, I feel like Ricky Bobby were like, I don't know what to do with like my hands and my face. So <laughs> like normally I just be sitting here. I can like dig in my butt and like just talk. And I can still do that because, you know, you can't see you know, past the neck if this does become a Patreon exclusive. But I like, I want to look at you guys, but I look at the camera. This is, uh, we, we got out at the right time when technology finally caught up to how we should have been doing this the entire 11 years. I've scratched my yeah, balls three, t- three times. You haven't even noticed. Yeah. I'm pantsless. <laughs> well, that I, I used to record the show in the room with you. I remember that. Yeah. That's, 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 that's not that. <laughs> the, they're literally, it used to be about 50-50 if I would end the show shirtless or not, just because I just yeah, get worked up. I can already see my face getting red. Uh, and that's not just the wine I'm drinking. We've done this so long, I'm drinking wine instead of beer. 
it's it's crazy times. Uh, so as I said, only three of us joining uh, joining the show live. I am hopeful that at the end of this show, uh, so we, and by end of the show, I mean like with like thirty or forty five minutes left of it, I'll get the other three members picks. I'll be recording picks separately with Augie and Spencer, who cannot join us for when we're recording this live Tuesday night at nine p.m., which means we're missing. Uh, we're not going to be discussing uh, the two takeover nights and the SmackDown that leads into the two days of WrestleMania because WrestleMania is literally longer than fucking Bonnaroo now. Um, and and uh, Tope- Tope's whereabouts are unknown. <laughs> so if you have any tips, please email us at podswoggle at gmail.com. I know America's Most Wanted is back, both Chris Harris and James Storm and the Fox show, but we really need to know where Tope is. So help us, please. Uh, but he may surprise us. He may uh, give us because also Tope is the most competitive son of a bitch on the planet. Of course, he is Mr. WrestleMania Pickums, uh, and he doesn't want a, any opportunity for me to claim a victory over anything uh, or anybody for that matter over anything. So he will probably get his picks in before the show actually happens. Uh, there are a couple things we got to address uh, up front. Uh, of course, every year, it being our 11th year anniversary. Uh, 10 years ago, we were dubbed the Swoggle Squad by Tope, and every year I try to come up with a new stable that we would be that's appropriate. This year, I, I wasn't sure what to do because I, I figured it was only the three of us, so I went with a three-person stable but still made it work for all six of us. Uh, we are three count. It's very simple, very easy. Uh, I am Shane Helms, kind of like the de facto leader in like the... Let's be fair. Uh, many times in my life, I look like Shane Helms now, and before uh rich you're evan courageous you've gotten in great shape and i believe you do really really good work on a soap opera uh Wyden, you're tank abbott i'm fitting <laughs> and uh spencer augie and tope are all shannon moore because they're not here so fuck them that's why <laughs> <laughs> uh can oh. i can i uh pitch one sure uh since it's just the three of us and we are just uh three Fucking middle of the road, milk toast, bearded white dudes. Uh, we are three man bland. <laughs> I'm just one man <laughs> with two other men. <laughs> this is them narrating their day. Uh, we'll write that. Also, uh, we talked about before the show began, and I kind of alluded to it, that uh, WrestleMania this year uh, still under these crazy trying times. Uh, we have a whole week's worth of things. So while we're recording this, the Hall of Fame ceremony is going on on Peacock, which I caught 30 minutes of and was absolutely deplorable. Uh, just so bad. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. I, I completely forgot that they were doing both last year and this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had just completely forgotten last year's hall of fame class so i saw jushin thunder liger on there i'm like what do they fucking know about jushin thunder liger (laughs) not much because they let him talk for 45 seconds on a video in japan uh there's nobody there but it's still in the thunderdome so they had people like record like like reactions like nodding and clapping and they piped Mm. in like laughter and like like all their shitty Oh, fucking man. noises it's so awkward it's so I'm bad uh, i turned it off during the bella twins and they're but they're still doing like red carpet interviews backstage like hey mustafa ali you had to wear a suit for four minutes tell me about why you like the nwo and it's like oh god this is so awful uh, uh 
I mean, you know, we all know that the Hall of Fame red carpets peaked with fucking absolutely blazered John Moxley. Sure. And I was going to say also. And, the, uh, and Mrs. Dad. The Mrs. Dad doing the interviews. Which yes. when I saw Ms. and Morrison getting interviewed, I'm like, oh, well, his dad's not here. I'm turning this the fuck off. <laughs> like, I got to record. Yeah. And I don't Does give a matter. fuck. Uh, and then, of course, Wednesday, Thursday, the two-night takeover, which uh, we used to do takeover picks. Not this time because, you know, time-wise, we have so much to go over anyway. And then Friday is SmackDown because Fox insists on still having a SmackDown, which is essentially the pre-show in that they want to have for people being in the audience again, that big first reaction for the first person to come through the curtain. So no Andre the Giant Battle Royal uh, on actual Mania. That'll be on SmackDown. And Which the roster for that really team. fucking sucks for everyone that's in that match. Because it it, sucks. Yeah. it's completely opposite the point of having that fucking match. Instead of getting a Mania payday in front of a live crowd, they all are just get a higher risk for COVID. <laughs> for yeah. Nobody. That's all what it is. <laughs> Uh, it's literally everybody that doesn't have a match except Jeff Hardy announced for the match. <laughs> they just didn't book Jeff Hardy for it. So it makes me think they have something else playing for him. I don't know. Uh, by all accounts, it should be uh, either Corbin, Nakamura, or there's a third like notable person in it uh, that's like, oh, you're not on the show? That's weird. That like hopefully maybe we'll win it. Um, or there could be some surprises. And then for Looking whatever to, reason, uh, Baron Corbin being the first two time Andre the Giant Memorial Battle winner, Royal winner. I'm holding out hope for Shinsuke. Um, Aren't we all? They're, they're doing the SmackDown tag title match, which to me on paper was like, oh, this is obviously the WrestleMania ladder match. Like, that's the match where you put, like, the Street Profits have already been in a great ladder match. Fucking Chad Gable, the Mysterios, and Dolph Ziggler around some fucking ladders in front of a live crowd for 10 minutes. But no. So uh, let's one, uh, no, seven of those, also, six, six of those guys did a good job this year and deserved a yeah. WrestleMania payday. <laughs> yeah. And the champions. And uh, uh, speaking of uh, tag team ladder matches, that's also like if that's not what it was going to be, I thought for sure that's what the women's tag team match was going to be and before they announced the tag team turmoil, like that would have been a fucking dope match to, sure. to, for them to have, like, that's a big yeah. WrestleMania first. Like they, you know, they love to fucking jack off about that type of shit, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, but no. Uh, any predictions on that match? Who they think? Cause I, before it was going to be not televised or before I was not going to be on mania I was like, oh, this is 100% going to be the Mysterios. Like, get the get the the father son moment. They're They'd be champions the first father, together. Son champions together. Yeah, yeah, you know that kind of thing. Uh, now it'll probably just be the Street Profits, um, which I'm fine with. Like, I'm fine with. But it'll it'll be it'll be the Mysterios winning, and then Street Profits winning on next Friday. Sure. Yeah, I mean, they, they if they won at Mania, they were going to basically just lose it right away anyway, just for the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, unfortunately, now we have to discuss this instead of a later. You know we already got the gear made thinking he was going to be on the show. What is Rey Mysterio <laughs> and Dominic going to dress up like for WrestleMania? I have three, but I'll wait to see what you guys Fuck. Based on the, the weird year <laughs> in well, entertainment. Uh, one will be Kong, the other will be Godzilla. Oh, I like uh, that. I like that. 
or or a movie that was supposed to come out in the last year uh you already have one is dom so it'd be uh dom and uh and hobbs from the fast yeah, saga um uh, but Ray would have to be Dom because he's shorter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he comes out walking on apple crates. Um, <clears throat> man, what else? What, 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 uh, what other uh, films? I think uh, Dominic is going to be a travel van, and uh, Ray Mysterio is going to be Francis, Mc- Francis McDormand from, from Nomadland. <laughs> no, Dominic's. Dominic's the bucket. <laughs> she takes a shit in. No. Uh, uh, my three were uh, the cat and uh, the guy from Soul. <laughs> um, uh, Rudy Giuliani and Maria Bakalova. <laughs> for it. I forgot they were father and son. It was weird. And I know why this one's just artsy, but uh, I just want to see uh, Dominic with a shitty mustache and Ray Mysterio pretend to be Orson Welles. From Mank. <laughs> this is like a black and white motif. It's really, it's really dark. And you know. uh, one more, I like to, to to throw out there. Well, I don't know if it really count because I think it came out before the last WrestleMania. Uh, but just have, have Rey Mysterio be Sonic, and Dominic sure. be fucking James. Uh, fucking James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> Not even tails. Not even knuckles. No. Just a no. human being. Just yeah. a human cuck. Barry yeah. Wyndham. All right. Well, that was fun imagining uh, that. <sighs> WrestleMania 37, this Saturday and Sunday, another two-night mania uh, after last year's. Uh, let me quickly recap last year's WrestleMania. Uh, I don't have full stats, but last year, Tope. Oh, uh, somehow, uh, Ray and Dominic are going to be the Snyder Cut somehow. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't make it specific, but <laughs> sorry. You're fine. That's the fact that you can't be specific about the Snyder Cut is such a great oxymoron uh, because it's so fucking long. How can you not find something to be specific about? <laughs> uh, Tope got first. That fucking makes me want to vomit immediately. Uh, I got second. Rich got third. Spencer got fourth. Augie got fifth. And Widen got sixth last year for Mania Picks. Yeah. So that is that. Uh, we have 14 matches, and this year we know exactly which is which matches are going to happen night one and night two. So I have broken them up. We'll cover night one, and then we'll cover night two. But we are doing points all together, so 14 points will be our highest point total. Uh, let's not beat around the bush here. This has not been a good build <laughs> to WrestleMania. Correct. I can't tell if you're frozen or neither one of you just refuse to answer. I'm going to let Witten handle this one. Feel like <laughs> I feel like they put they put more eggs in certain baskets rather than putting an equal amount of eggs in all of the baskets. Just because it's Easter doesn't mean <laughs> you have to go they, with this analogy. They put they put more attention to some stories rather than others, but still, you look at WrestleMania and the build up to it. You could go thirty different directions with all these things, and it seems like while the directions of some have been good, 
the directions of a majority of them have been awful. I'd, I mean, I'd love to know those 30 directions. Rich, go ahead. I'm going to get a piece of paper to, to extrapolate on something. Go ahead. I don't, I don't sure. do the, I don't do the whole map like you do during the rumble picks. I don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like kind of looking at, at the card right now. And like some of these have had a decent build or at least like a more traditional build. Some of them were just slapped together at the last minute. Um, I'm looking at you, uh, New Day, and AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, That's because Paul said no. Well, um, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of these are just kind of like, uh, who else can we throw on here? Like, I like the, I mean, so this doesn't really count towards, like, how good the build between the two of these could be with Sammy and Kevin. Uh, but I like what they've done with Sammy himself for the better part of a year, to be perfectly sure. honest. Um, you know, I mean, kind of the same thing with like, all right, guilty pleasure time. The Fiend and Randy Orton. It's 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 so bad B movie, but I can't so wait bad. to see what they like, what they think they can do next. <laughs> Like, how do you top bugs? I got, I got a few ideas. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. That's that's night we'll two. We have a long yeah. ways to go to get there. More uh, bugs. There's just actual bugs. Um, there's no greater disappointment that that's not a Firefly Funhouse match because I've been fantasy booking the Randy Orton Firefly Funhouse match for months. Yeah, like, I mean, oh gosh, like I'll Who's come up with say- something. Who's to say it doesn't still kind of wade into that territory? You know, I hope it does. I, I, I'll just I'll come up with something and I'll like randomly text like Rich or Zangri like, oh my god, they're gonna have him like shit in a duffel bag, or oh man, they're gonna bring back Ted DiBiase's posse party. Like, <laughs> there's just so many things <laughs> that you can- the possibilities are, are truly endless. endless. It's it's yeah. it's so exciting. So I found my piece of paper Witten was referring to that I don't think anybody saw. Because uh, we didn't actually get a chance to release the uh, the Patreon video, I'll try to take a picture of it and at least put it on Twitter. But mm. I drew when I was doing my Rumble theory the shitty diagram of like what I think could happen with like WrestleMania from the Royal Rumble. You see over here, CM Punk is out here on the outlier because I'm an asshole. Uh, I love that the only thing I got was Kev- Kevin Owens. Probably something with Sammy. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing out of all this that actually happened uh, and then no Orton and Bray of course because that was pretty obvious by that point but uh yeah it's been it's been maddening because you would think I, I get I like that there's not an over-reliance or even a use of some of the people that have been used that have been taking up time on cards for so long the takers the Lesners, the Cena's the Triple H's like you have some fresh faces, you have some youth, you have some different characters and stories being told. Uh, but I think that it being, and also that was kind of necessary because it being the first big show back in front of an audience, uh, there's still a lot of performers that probably don't feel comfortable, you know, being back in that environment or, or <clears throat> willing to wait it out for a better, better time, better, better precautions, what have you. Uh, so it being like the first show back, it feels like disappointing because like, I'm not sure how this was booked as like a safe WrestleMania. Cause I think they have no idea how things are going to react. 
and a lot of people have had some conjecture online over the past couple weeks as to why some things have shaken out the way they have because oh we don't know if bobby lashley is actually going to get booed we don't know if roman reigns is going to get booed we don't know if anybody cares about fucking bad bunny like like things like that yeah this is gonna be the first time for a lot of these performers in their current like iteration Iteration. in front of people like yeah like Drew and Lashley, uh, same thing with, you know, Damian Priest. How are people going to react to Damian Priest? Question uh, we've been asking for years. <laughs> uh, you know, like Cesaro getting a singles push, you know, arguably bigger than he's ever had before. Apollo Crews, like, period. <laughs> I'm almost going to be out in front of the crowd. Uh, heel Roman Reigns. You know, it's going to be the first time Edge has been in front of Apollo Crews is a heel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, Biggie as a singles, you know, guy post new day, like uh, there's a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of variables yes. that, yeah, like it makes sense that they're going safe, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's get to it. As Rich said, just added, it has been rumored for weeks, night one, a tag team turmoil match in for the, uh, the number one contendership for the women's tag team title that will be uh, defended on night two of WrestleMania. So two women will be pulling double duty. The confirmed participants as of right now are the riot squad, Naomi and Lana, Tamina and Natalia fresh off Paul Heyman, uh, making a Jimmy Snuka joke to Tamina's face on talking smack this past week. And I forgot the fourth team. And this, I did this when I wrote it down as well. Dana Brooke and Uh, Mandy Rose. There you go. The blonde bombers. Uh, there is uh, there was a leak yesterday when this match was officially announced that Billy Kay and Carmella may be added to it. Um, so I kind of threw that out in the ether. I think if they do officially get added, we will probably end up throwing this away out. Which of course, if they won, then we have to throw the other match out. Unless somebody picked them, then I'm going to allow it. Look, these pickems don't really matter anymore, <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> There's nothing. Uh, basically, if any kind of hijinks happen, it's just an excuse for Toby to complain if he doesn't win. Um, of course, I did not say the name of Bailey, which I want to get to at some point as well. Uh, Rick. Bailey is not booked on WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, we'll get to it now, I guess. So, I would bet dollars to donuts that on night two, probably as like a quote unquote calm down, she comes out to complain and she gets interrupted and beat down by Becky Lynch. That is my on the book prediction. It's been long mm. enough. Get her on the show. Get her to do something. Uh, a big have her do a ding dong hello. Yeah, exactly. Like a special WrestleMania ding dong hello. Yeah. I don't have a guest who wants to come out. It's Becky. Disarmor. Big moment. She's back. Cool. Works for me. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm thinking it's going for. Because also they yeah. haven't had like a surprise element or like a who can come back kind of thing. So that's also just a guess. A good WrestleMania moment as well. Like. Yes. For 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 someone who like held down the entire division uh, for the better part of the this fucked up year, um, yeah, I truly hope Bailey gets a good WrestleMania moment. I mean, this could be nice. akin to to uh, uh, Roddy Piper using a fire extinguisher on Morton Downey Jr. <laughs> he's, he's he's been dead for like thirty years. Why right? we can't bring Morton Downey Jr. and just have Bailey make fun of? That'd be nice. Dig him up. <laughs> Dig him up. Uh, Rich, what's your pick for this match? <clears throat> uh, I put one point on it uh, because of, frankly, all the reasons you said, plus the number of teams. 
uh, in the mix. Uh, and so since I was just putting one point on it, I figured I might as well pick the team that I want to win it, which is Riot Squad. They should be everyone's sentimental favorites. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. They really, they really should be. And I, I have hope in that. I, I think they were the last ones kind of like unveiled in the backstage segment, but yeah. I was, I was half-heartedly yeah, typing yeah. my retro diary. So, you know, yeah. Uh, 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 not to, not to, to downplay uh, the Tamina sans as it were, because uh, all it took was for her to tag team with Natalia and take her sleeves off for her to look like a menacing presence again. She's been walking, rocking that full body outfit for so long. She took two sleeves off and all of a sudden to me, it makes me shit my pants again for different I mean, reasons. As someone that's, You've been someone that's been against sleeve for the better part of a, a dozen years. Rip so sleeves, she, baby. She should have just asked you. Also, I think Tamina, oh God, Tamina's approaching a dozen years on the roster. Yeah. I mean, same thing with Natalia, right? Natalia's Natalia's at like 15. Remember, like, yeah, the Hard Dynasty right. debuted true. like 2008. True, true, true. They should just call that tag team the Dirty Dozen. Give him a cowboy gimmick. We got to bring Lethal Lottery back. Witten, what's your pick? <laughs> Give him a D12 gimmick. Say they're from Detroit. <laughs> oh, uh, I also. Uh, only put one point on this for everything that Rich just said. And looking at this, I was like, hmm, that team's faced him and lost. That team's faced him and lost. That team's faced him and lost. That team hasn't. So I went with the team that hasn't. I do love Riot Squad. They are my favorite. They are my favorites out of all this in this match. But I have Natalian Tamina for one point. Yeah, that crossed my just mind as well. Because. Uh, there is no greater disappointment in my life currently that Tope is not here for us to analyze which person is going to pin each person in each elimination segment of this turmoil match just to make Widden punch the box that's behind him. Uh, but no, he's not here for that. So I'll have to do it myself. <clears throat> uh, and, so. and correct, we do not know the order in which uh, this no. turmoil no. will uh, unfold. There very well could be, uh, by the time people are hearing this, on SmackDown, a, a match to determine who goes in last because they've been a, a, a obsessed oh, with doing yeah. that for the chamber and everything. Like, who's going to come in last? So I don't know. Uh, I did not put one point on this, and I'm already regretting it uh, because I feel like... Hell yeah, baby. We ain't miss a beat. You fucking idiot. You didn't put one point on this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, We're not picking I... the giant royal battle royal, motherfucker. <laughs> and also i specifically put more points on this than the championship match because at least like i know who's in this and the other one I don't oh, know, man. but we'll to me it never lose it baby <laughs> to me it makes sense because it's a story they've been telling since i don't fucking know like october and also she's finally getting a chance so i have naomi and lana for four points <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Take it off my glasses. That's how interested I am. I'm gonna go change it to a tank top. What the fuck? I'm getting warm. Ooh. <laughs> it's only four points. There's 14 points on here. Don't go nutty. Let me drink my Moscato. Jason Waterfalls? Breaking my heart. <laughs> uh, Matt Rich, thank you for saying that because I have to remember whenever we bring the Potswoggle title back for whatever, I need to make uh don't go Jason Waterfalls. Uh, <laughs> the old Chuck Taylor character. 
stay in the tag team world. <laughs> stay in the tag team world with the Raw Tag Team Championship match, which is happening because Vince McMahon found a seven foot two guy backstage dressed like a ninja, and Triple H didn't want to wrestle AJ Styles. So now we have AJ Styles and Omos versus the New Day of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Wouldn't we start with you? Uh, I have uh, 11 points on this. I feel I feel pretty good about this pick. We don't know how almost rep. Uh, Amos. Amos. I believe Amos? it's Omos. I believe it's Omos. They, they've changed it at least three times. They finally I, think it is, on Omos. I think it's Amos. I think it's Amos. Really? I think so. Okay. Anyways, we don't know how he wrestles. We don't know how he's going to be accept it not accepted but we we don't know if we like how good it's going to be it could be very good it could not be but he's looked more along the lines of it as a heater for for aj and i can sure. see i can see bigger things for aj based off of the uh later picks and predictions that i have and new day new day is always a sure thing as far as far as tag teams go Always a sure thing. Always going to get love. Always going to get the good stuff going. So that's why I have New Day for 11 points. That was not the direction I thought that was going in because I'm going in the opposite direction. Uh, although your, your, your thoughts are in a certain world because this match strikes me like the WrestleMania 29 match between... Team Hell No versus Dolph Ziggler in a debuting Big E Langston. And that it's a showcase for the big new guy, the big new heater to like make his debut at Mania, show his power off, and ultimately he doesn't take the loss. AJ has lost to Xavier Woods on and Kofi Kingston on back-to-back-to-back Raws. And almost is like the tallest person since Giant Gonzalez <laughs> on the roster. Uh I think they win, and I think AJ eventually costs them the title somewhere down the road, and then almost turns and starts his babyface singles push that lasts a couple months. So I have AJ and Amos for 12 points. Okay, okay. So okay. Rich, settle Ooh. this, please. Well, first things first, AJ and Amos need to stay together long enough for WWE Studios to produce their Miyazaki animated film knockoff, My Personal Colossus. Uh, and then, uh, then they can break up, but, uh, at this point in their run, like new day or the teams that need to be elevated, they're there when they, they want to elevate teams and they need to transition, uh, you know, the titles here and there. Plus, AJ Styles losing at uh, consecutive WrestleManias doesn't necessarily vibe well for me. Um, that combined with this being Amasa's first just in-ring action in general, um, like I could see that it goes the way of AJ and Amas uh, winning the match, and I have eight points on it. So not not as crazy as either Whitney or I, but it makes me feel no. a little a little bit a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, I want Omos to do like three bonkers things in this match. I know he's not going to. It's going to be like a body slam, a choke slam, but like I want Omos to do a fucking leapfrog, which he could probably do staying yeah. on his feet. 
But uh, another another point I, I kind of wanted to put across as far as like you said, like you, Molly, you referenced the uh, the Biggie kind of de- debut at WrestleMania. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking more so along the lines for Amos, uh, like the way they just treat skyscrapers coming in, you know, yeah. like between like Kali when he came in and, you know, Braun. like Braun, they, there are those first, you know, handful of months when they're in the ring where they like protect the shit out of them, you know? Right. Um, and then Triple H comes along usually or the Undertaker. <laughs> usually. Uh, yeah, I remember I, I've only seen him body slam both members of Ever Eyes at like an NXT show video. <laughs> And in those clips, it was just like, oh, he's been in the ring like 14, 14 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. he has no idea what he's doing. But he's got time, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I like his vibe. I like his I like his charisma. I like him and AJ's chemistry. Like, they, they, they fit well together. They're funny. You know, I think you get some miles out of it. So here's hoping. Uh, next, we're getting to a Seth Rollins match this early, but this is kind of where I have it in my little my little run here. Uh, Cesaro getting his first one on one singles match. Dolph Ziggler's was against Otis. Cesaro's is against Seth Rollins. Um, and it starts with me. This one was very difficult for me because Seth is just now coming back. Uh, he's been looking fly and fresh as hell, and he's been doing great work. Uh as just like he did against KO last year, making this match feel important and putting it over in his WrestleMania pedigree. And Cesaro has been great. Just being the babyface swing monster that we've wanted him to be uh, for eight years. So based on things I have happening later on in WrestleMania, and by that, I mean the following day, I have Cesaro winning this for one point. Because I think he needs it more. And I think Seth is at that point where Seth doesn't lose anything by losing. And I think Cesaro can be set up to be a challenger for a couple of the potential winners of the universal title match and a money in the bank win. So Cesaro for one rip. Prove me wrong. <clears throat> All right. Watch me. <laughs> Sorry. Rollins for 14. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, I do have Rollins because uh, again, uh, I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, Rollins lost at WrestleMania last year as well. Yes, KO. Uh, so I don't see him losing consecutive WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like probably in you know backstage's eyes, Cesaro having the one-on-one match at WrestleMania is the win. Uh, and you know they've proven time and time again if they want to heat somebody up. To, to challenge at the top, they can do that. Um, I got I got Seth for six. Seth for six. Okay, I'm I'm fine with yeah, six. I, yeah, I can it's not six. it's nothing over the top or like you know I'm not I'm not gonna you know put my future child on the line for it you know but that news how many points no 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 not uh, there's nothing there's nothing uh, happening yet but. You know, uh, that I mean, it's probably something that I'll, I'll eventually do if we keep doing these one off episodes where it's like, yeah, we'll put Rip Jr. or Rip, Rip the Fifth, Rip Five. Rip, Rip the Fifth is a dope ass fucking run the jewels cover band name. Rip the Fifth featuring oh, like gosh. murdering Charles and 
MG <laughs> is, is, is that band. Uh, who is, I don't remember who the, oh, Tope is the champion. So never mind. So we have no powers or anything at stake nope. here. I was trying to yeah. remember who the champion was because he had a, uh, he. No, we can all that. just relax and have a good time. Perfect. Win. Mullet, you still need to buy your ice cream. I know. Fuck, man. When you're here. When you're here in a couple days, Rich, you want me to buy it in person in front of you? (laughs) (laughs) You sadistic, sick bastard! Oh, that's brilliant! I did that the whole time. Uh, Rich will be uh, in Florida uh, and will be joining me for two nights of mania. And there is a chance, a slim chance, I'm not guaranteeing anything, that we may, depending on what state of being we are in when either show is over, do post mania thoughts or, or something after the fact. So be on the lookout for for possible content this weekend. We'll see. There will be content being created uh, in some manner this weekend. Make it seem more weird and ominous, Rich. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, so I have Rollins winning this match. I I this one was a, a bit of a tough one as well because I try figuring out like whoever wins, like what direction they can kind of go in, and it seems like. There's more directions that can be done with Rollins winning rather than Cesaro. Rollins winning, you know, he's doing the whole gimmick of, of you know, let me show you the way. Cesaro can kind of come into that. Somebody say the way. Yeah. Don't get him started. Not that way. Not that way. And not the uh, fastball one either. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it could also tie in into the with the IC title I don't even I don't see this one-on-one match being the only one-on-one match that they have I so on that note uh I have Rollins and I have Rollins for 10 points Rollins for 10 okay that made Rich hey, go hey. change his shirt hey we're hey this is whose mania is it anyway everything's made up and the points don't matter all right <laughs> That's what you can title oh. this podcast. Whose mania is it anyway? Oh man, I would love to see both Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil do Drew Carey impressions. Well, actually, I guess Hulk Hogan will do a Drew Carey and Titus O'Neil will do an Aisha Tyler. <laughs> That's how that'll go. <laughs> As they are the hosts of WrestleMania uh, for no reason whatsoever. Next, it is finally a tag match. I was worried it was not going to be after yesterday. The Miz and John Morrison uh, finally on the main card of WrestleMania together after unifying the tag team titles against the Colognes 12 years ago against uh, two other Puerto Ricans, right? <laughs> Did we finally yeah. get around to that? Hey, there we go. Long term looking. <laughs> Uh, uh, but no. Real quick, though, before we do fully move on, let it not just be uh, go unappreciated that we're getting a Rollins Cesaro match of fucking WrestleMania one on one with yes. like no oh. bullshit or anything like that going on oh. around it. Yeah, like half of this card looks more like a Kurt Russell Mania from PWG than than an actual WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, so it's great. Uh, uh, Damian Sorry, Priest and no, you're fine. Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus <laughs> The Miz and John Morrison. Um, Rich, we start with you. It's a celebrity spot. How many times we got to say it? We're, uh, you know, they're, they're, it also includes the guy that they want to fucking push while they're at it, while they still have time, because Damian Priest is uh, getting close to AAR. 
or PH. Uh, I got Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Because <clears throat> again, Ms. Morrison, they're there to do business these days. You know, like I love the fact that Ms. Uh, you know, won a second championship because one-time champions just fucking bug me. They creep me out, honestly. Uh, you know, even if it was for a week. It's like, it's like, I got Bad Bunny you... and Damian Priest for 14. When you see a one-time champion, it's like, what did you do? <laughs> like something True. had to have gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. That you did yeah. something. Like it's just such, it must be such like a, a flash thing to yeah. like, just, oh God, you must've done something right. And then very wrong afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. Like you saw, you saw the wrong person pooping. <laughs> uh, so Priest and Bunny for 14. I want to point out uh, that Damien Priest made his debut on the main roster this January, and he would be the oldest member of the Swaggle Squad by about three or four years. <laughs> uh, also, Damien Priest better get like Roman and Kevin Owens like gold watches or some shit like that because he was supposed to come in on SmackDown as like Kevin Owens's best friend or some shit and both Kevin and Roman were both like that doesn't make any sense yeah, Don't does, do that it. does that does nothing for him no thank yeah. you yeah and and now he is in a match with one of the most popular recording artists uh in the world um yeah. at WrestleMania so yeah. thank you Kevin thank you Joe for being just the good guys that you are with yeah i mean let's let's not also we they call this celebrity spot of the match let's not also forget the fact bad bunny has been like putting in work at the performance center like training for weeks he likes this for the, he he's yeah. loving this yeah it's so you put the work in like that and of course he should get rewarded for that um having the time of his life, winning the 24-7 title, performing on SNL, holding the damn With thing. <laughs> yes. So copy and paste what Rich said. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest for 14 points. So... Like, what are the odds we get a... a, 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 a um, <clears throat> oh, fuck. From the, the Panthers. Damian D'Angelo Williams? Williams? D'Angelo Williams. What's hmm. the odds we get a D'Angelo Williams performance out of Bad Bunny here? I'm going to put it at, like... 12 to one and that D'Angelo Williams was a professional athlete and a stellar one at that. Yeah. And bad bunny is a pretty scrawny musician. However, is my answer to that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 12 to one. Like I bet you, he is going to do like a couple cool, like Lucha inspired, like grappling style moves. It's like, Oh, okay. He's probably going to botch like something a little bit. Cause his jump off the top rope wasn't like the smoothest at the rumble, but, but again, that's why you put, you know, Miz and Morrison in there. Yes. The fact that he got thrown over a car and he got Miz hauled off and fucking hit the shit out of him on Raw last night. Went easy on him with the guitar, but like nailed him from behind in that segment uh, yesterday. Uh, back at WrestleMania 28, I was the person that picked against uh, Maria Menounos. So I vowed uh, since then that I will never uh, go against a celebrity ever again. <laughs> Uh, so I have uh, Damien Priest and Bad Bunny for 14 points. I would be shocked Man. if that wasn't unanimous, except Spencer, because Spencer is Spencer. What would you do? Well, no. Well, yeah. What would you do if like mid, like peak of the streak hype, like Undertaker was going up against a celebrity? Like, what would you do, Mullet? That would be oh, like what the I ultimate. Do? Yeah. Like, I'd pick the Undertaker. Like, no, 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 Back in the days when you wouldn't pick Undertaker. Like, I, I didn't back... pick Undertaker one time. 
Well, wait, wait. No, no, no. I thought you used to be like, oh, the, the streak's going to finally end here, huh? Didn't you? That was against Shawn no, 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 Michaels. He... That was, I would never pick him for the most amount of points. That, that was it. That's yeah, what it was. Okay. I, and I would always miss the most oh, amount man, of points. Please. And no, then he no, no, because now I have to recap all my dumb decisions. Jerry Lawler, most points, lost. Randy Orton against Kane, most points, lost. Ryback against Mark Henry, most points, lost. Then I picked The Undertaker for most points. Then he fucking lost. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, fuck you, you trapped me, you son of a bitch. And then, <laughs> his thing for the most amount of points, purposely changed it. You all picked him, and then it went to you. He lost. <laughs> so don't just put this all on me, motherfuckers. <sighs> Great, I blow I blew myself up like Shane McMahon cutting a promo. Steel cage match, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in your 2021 winner for uh, worst feud of the year in the Swaggies. I'm calling it now. We're not even going to have a vote. Widen. <sighs> Braun Strowman does not win this match. Oh boy. Uh. We have like a we've got we've got like a like a like a candy uh, a candy tin that my parents got me for uh, for Easter. Well, my parents, Lovely. I thanked them for it. It's got M and M's. It's got uh, it's got cat like tiny Cadbury eggs, mm-hmm. and it's got gummy carrots. I don't like carrots, especially mm-hmm. in gummy form. Why the fuck are we trying to? Why the fuck is everyone trying to turn carrots into sweets? I hate it. I hate them too. If Braun Strowman. Does not win this match. He should win this match. I will eat an entire handful of those gummy carrots all at once. Disgusting. He, he yes, this feud has been bad. Bad. I was bad. And thinking back through the past WrestleManias, like Shane McMahon does the job. What was the what was the, the last mini I can remember him winning is when he teamed with Brian against Owens and Zayn. Yeah, that was, that the, was last the last WrestleMania match. Uh, Didn't he have a match against no, Miz? No, yeah, he lost. Oh, no, no, he, he no, he beat Miz. No, he, he beat Miz. Miz. Yeah, he's on a two match mania streak, buddy. Strowman that, for twelve. <laughs> to to Witten's point, I will say that that heel Shane does not win. Well, heel Shane was when against against the Miz, and then he won the feud against the Miz because he beat the Miz in a steel cage match the next month when his shirt came off. Wait, really? Yeah, Miz never beat Shane. I forget that like the Shane Miz thing, like they like flipped several times. Yes. Well, that's uh, also poor. Yeah, Yeah. whatever is going to be coming his way next. Whatever title it's it's going to, it's going to be, this is the the one of the tallest charismatic people that you have on this roster. This is somebody who he's the charismatic abigma. <laughs> this is some this is somebody who got one of the hugest pops I've ever heard on a raw, like top ten, just saying I'm not finished with you. Like it just be it, like you have this. You have these examples of these wrestlers in which WWE has just done nothing with them for these past year and a half, two years, and ever since Strowman 
dropped the universal title, he has been one of the leading examples of that. Yeah, he hasn't been great. Uh, so I, I hate everything. Strowman for 12. 12. I, I've hated everything about Braun Strowman for about 365 days. Uh, his gloves that are pinned to his pants piss me off to no end. I feel like Augie now. Um, there's a lot that scares me. This This has been just some of the most bonkers. What are gloves but knee pads for your knuckles, huh? <laughs> We're not doing that inventor bit from that from our sketch show back in college. How about uh, shoes for your hands? You mean gloves? Um, so the fact that like there was a six or seven, like just wanting to talk about this six or seven minute segment that aired on television makes me almost accidentally recreate it because I have no words for like the fact that what happened was what their intention was. Was just let's have Shane McMahon legitimately make people think that he's struggling to breathe and lose his words, and that'll make people dislike him. <laughs> it was like, 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 like was like the parag like was the introductory paragraph to an essay, like the like the mis- the mission. Like that. for the point of a segment where one guy's supposed to make a point that the other guy's stupid, the one guy sure looked awfully fucking stupid. <laughs> like really fucking stupid. And this report card thing, and they've just been beating the shit out of Elias and Jackson Riker, which that part I'm fine with. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. So there is a precedent here as well of the Braun Strowman Kevin Owens cage match that happened a couple years ago, where Braun threw Kevin Owens off the top of the cage and Kevin Owens won the match. Yeah, I'm worried which, about him throwing Shane through it. Which scares me, depending on like where they're gonna go with the story, because then okay, well yeah, and then yeah, then he's fucking stupid, <laughs> and then he loses, and I don't know if it's gonna continue. I don't think that's the case. I think they'll tease it. I think he'll throw him like back into the ring or something. Uh, so I have Braun for Fuck. ten, but it, but it is the <clears throat> least confident ten I've ever been on, just because of that one spot. Uh, so man, yeah. Rich, I, I, I thought about the the throwing him over or through it aspect, but I didn't think about the storyline aspect of, of it being like just piling on you idiot. You fucking, <laughs> you dude. lost the match. Cause you're a big dumb idiot. Yeah. This, this story has been abjectly terrible. Mm-hmm. There's no redeeming it. The, the, the one, the one thing I can point to in this feud that I'll say I can take from this is that it makes me appreciate every other awful feud because it really highlights how much everyone tries. (laughs) And throughout this entire thing, Shane McMahon has just been fucking dead eyed, just sleepwalking his way through every single promo, every single segment, every single bit of this. And it's like, and it's, and it's rubbing off on Elias who like is another one of those, you know, like sort of high concept gimmicks, but really talented guy that kind of makes it work that should be in a better position than he is right now. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just like who like we and then you also try to think about who this is actually for when nobody saying the sentence 
when Shane McMahon slimed Braun Strowman. <laughs> I forgot about the slime. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, did, is he going to be on the Kids' Choice Awards or something? Like, what is right. the point of the slime? That made me like think like, oh, this is a bully parable for children. Yeah. That is going to end up with a with a, a large man beating up a, a, a father of three. Smaller man. Yeah. <laughs> In front of his kids, probably. In front of his kids. Yeah. Um, but all that said, the, the I almost said the logic dictates. <laughs> uh, I got Strowman for 10 as well. Is Shane McMahon a kid cuck? And am I allowed to say that? Like, does so he I just don't in- know what you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. He just what... likes getting beat up in front of his kids. Is that a thing? Oh. <laughs> um, um, I don't think he, I don't think it, hmm. I don't think that's the correct terminology. I still I understand what you're saying. Yeah, like I, I guess, but it's I don't. Kink. I well, no, that would that, like kink would imply like some sort of sexual gratification from it. Sure, he he might just be an enthusiast uh, of go. of watching his kids. Of, of making his kids watch him get the shit beat out of him. He watched, he, he, he watched, uh, he watched beyond the mat and it was like, man, Mick Foley kids really <laughs> love him after taking all those chair shots. They turned out well. Yeah. His I daughter's know. really attractive. His son writes for, for WWE. My kids will be fine. Like, like they'll get into that. Right. Uh, I got to break the McMahon curse. Shane McMahon in every segment just looks like he's ready to get his six figure check and jump off of something tall. It's just like, yeah, just, I, just we, got like, point. we got like four weeks to get through this. All right, cool. Oh man, that could be uh hopefully everyone's got big points on that. And so either way, it's just a fucking chop. And then we'll just be, we're going to be upset either way. Cause we've had to sit through it. So uh, the match that is pretty much guaranteed to not, close the show now which did throw a huge monkey wrench into my picks uh the smackdown women's title match between the champion sasha banks defending against bianca belair because they made sure about 600 times on raw yesterday to make sure tom phillips said that uh lashley versus drew was the main event of night one uh, which makes me think that this will open the show because i don't know what other match you'd have to like get the crowd guaranteed hot maybe cesaro and seth but like the first person out of that out of that curtain should either be like drew or sasha in my opinion um and drew makes more sense is that drew was not the champion so uh, i go first here i I stuck with my pick but i i downgraded the points significantly uh so i have bianca belair for seven right in the middle sasha's a is a guaranteed ratings draw on fox mainstream star now I don't know what her future holds. Uh, so I can definitely see her retaining and getting like the respect because they just refuse to turn her heel. The build to this has been abysmal and makes me think there's going to be more to it. And hopefully there will be more to it because I bet they're going to have a great match. But uh, yeah, it has just been just such a shitty nothing burger of, of a story. So that's why I significantly dropped her chances of winning down so bianca for seven rich yeah i i agree with the way you sort of uh characterized it uh towards the end there i don't think it's been abysmal something like braun and shane is actively abysmal i think it's been a nothing burger it's just been a whole lot of unsubstantial 
conflict and promos. It's it's the tag. Um, it, they do the tag team thing, and I'm fucking sick of the tag team thing. Like, yeah, we're gonna fight at WrestleMania. Yeah. Let's be a tag team for five weeks and disagree. Look, I don't know why they're goofy, but because it's a goofy approach. It is. Um, I uh, <clears throat> am gonna kind of invoke my Rhea Ripley theory from last year, in that this this should be. This is the time and this is the opponent um, to start like a real legacy for Bianca Belair um, at WrestleMania, defeating a a future Hall of Famer, um, you know, doing the whole thing. Uh, But I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, she's got her whole career ahead of her. Right. And we'll do it next year. Um, which is what I said about Rhea losing last year. Um, also, out of nowhere, I guess they like to have Sasha retain uh, these days. Uh, <laughs> right. So that's a whole new monkey wrench into the fucking, you know, plumber's tool belt that we got to deal with. Um, so I got Sasha Banks for four. I got nothing much, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a situation where they're still not ready to pull the full trigger with uh, Bianca just yet. I had to go back and look at last year's uh, picks for the NXT match. And uh, I had Rhea for five. You had Rhea for four, Rich. Augie had Rhea for three. Tope had Rhea for seven. Widden had Rhea for three. Spencer had Charlotte for 13. Sometimes his pessimism really pays off. (laughs) (laughs) I know I made that Rhea point, though. Oh, yeah. Then your points, like echoed that that i think you had like three points on her or four points so yeah that that makes sense but, yeah um win let's also it's gonna be the fucking same this year when she wins and i had sasha for four mm-hmm. <laughs> let's all let's also keep in mind you know rich made the statement of oh she's got kind of her career ahead of her she's already been on the main roster for a year uh, she debuted at mania last year yes in the street profits match yes and she they haven't really broken her out of the main pack, yeah. you know, until leading up to the rumble rumble. And now we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The build, the build up to it has been a nothing uh, has been a nothing burger, which is why there's, there's excitement behind this match, but there's, there hasn't really been a, uh, there hasn't really been like a, a heated. Uh, there's no heat. There, there's been no meat. There's been no heated competition between between one another. Like there's like there's been nothing. So I think they could probably do something do something like uh the like the kind of where Bianca wins, and then and then that makes Sasha turn heel. I was going to say, I'm, I'm hoping for a reverse Nakamura situation where yes. the challenger wins, the respect is shown, and then Sasha uppercuts Bianca in the nuts. And then you can have a rematch in the next pay-per-view, and then now Sasha's a heel and can go. And then go. they just keep eating each other in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, I would certainly uh, hate uh, that ending. Uh, but nevertheless, as, as much as there's been nothing in the lead-up to this, it still has all the potential to be a great match. Sure. Sure. And, and something that I think people would like to see again. Bailey did a great job holding the title. 
lost it to Sasha. Sasha has done a great job of holding the title. And I think it's ready to go to Bianca. Plus also keep in mind, this was, this past year was the fourth women's rumble. Am am I correct on that? Correct. Yes. And Asuka won the first rumble. She Mm -hmm. won her match at Mania. Second rumble. She lost her match at Mania. Becky won the second rumble. She won. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Charlotte won the Charlotte won the third one. She won. Yes. So better track record for winners to win. So gotcha. at Bianca Belair, and I also have her for seven points. Very good. Uh, one thing I did notice when I was preparing, there's two specific people on this card that are winless at WrestleMania that stand out to me. Sasha is one of them. She's O and 32, 33. She's like O and four, O and five at this point. What say again? Owen oh, 33. Oh, she's Owen oh, 33. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember when uh, Don Morocco beat her in the title tournament back at WrestleMania 4? Oh, she was uh, an embryo. Um, so, yeah, so that, 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 does, that does worry me that it's like, unless that becomes a thing, I, I, I'd be down for that. Uh, the main event of night one of WrestleMania, the WWE Championship, your champion, the almighty Bobby Lashley, sans hurt business. Don't get me started. Against the challenger, Drew McIntyre. Rich, we start with you. Um, it, it's been nice. Uh, I, I, I wish they never took the title off of Drew, to be perfectly honest. Um, didn't, it didn't seem necessary. Um, but, you know, you got to go away to come back. And so I got Drew uh, winning. I, you know, I just kind of like see in my head the big hero spot of him breaking out of the hurt lock the same way Bobby Lashley broke out of the master lock all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, from what I hear, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but this is going to be the main event of night one of WrestleMania. Um, yes. <laughs> so, you know, you don't want to send him home, uh, send him home happy. Uh, so I got, I got drew here for 12. Whoa. Damn. Yeah, I fucking said it. Don't whoa me. <laughs> also said that like uh like a GoDaddy commercial, but whoa daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I that's how I did that there. Uh Widen. Uh <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Picking this match. I was gonna say, bro. did you did you not pick it already? No, 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 I no, I did, but I I went back and forth numerous times. Um, yeah, there's the whole thing about the main event and wanting to send the crowd home, home happy, but I mean, what are what are the chances that people only bought tickets tonight one and not night two? Um, you know, there's also the thing. What are the chances anyone bought tickets at all? The way they keep promoting tickets. I know, right? Uh, you know, there's also the thing of. Drew had his Drew had Drew had his winning moment last year. It's unfortunate that it wasn't in front of a crowd. Now with him being in front of that crowd, I don't I don't think it would be great for him to get that winning moment again, but I don't think he necessarily needs that needs that winning moment because he had it last year against Brock Lesnar. It just wasn't in front of a crowd. Now he's going to be wrestling in front of a crowd. He's going to be having his kind of mania moment. And I was picking this upon the assumption that I think if they were truly going to send the crowd home happy, they would have the Sasha Banks-Bianca Belair match be last. 
as I was doing as well before yesterday. Yes. So you can tell who did not watch Raw. <laughs> because he has other shit to do, like mow the grass. Um, that at nine o'clock at night? night? <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 that's when it's not growing. That's the best time to mow it. And the sun's not out. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Your no, neighbors probably hate you. You see this bald head? Up. It burns. Let what him crash and burn, Rich. Don't fucking help him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Then I'll say this. Uh, 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 Drew, have, like, you know, having his moment at Mania last year is even more reason that he should have his moment in front of a crowd this year and next year and the year after that. They fucking owe him, like, 20 more years of, like, crowning achievement moments for the way he carried this fucking company over the last year plus and he and he got covid while doing it yeah <laughs> yes yeah for christ's sake i uh, never mind all that also, shit wouldn't lashley for how many <laughs> also last last thing uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't see I, I could see a situation in which because of the uproar about the hurt business that shelton benjamin cedric alexander they come out you think they're going to help Drew and they end up helping Lashley and it was all a Rue. I I was thinking about that and I I fucking hate that for the way that Lashley has beat the shit out of them the last two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Like whenever it's like that intense, the way that like the turn has been of just like he's just absolutely just literally knocked them the fuck out. Like it's really hard to like chalk it up to being a ruse or you know all an elaborate plan or something like that like there's there's clever ways to kind of get around stuff like that like that's i i, I tried thinking about that as well and yet it just does not you know pass muster with me people mentioned it as that like oh like they're not in the hurt business anymore so they're not banned from ringside and then he yeah. just like demolished them last night so yeah so like i said i went back and forth so I have Lashley. It's only for five points, but I, I'm based off of my based off of my picks later on. I think that would be the more logical thing. Gotcha. I Hopefully. had Lashley. I had Lashley uh, yesterday when I thought that it was not going to close the show um, because Lashley has been on fire. They're doing like they in their minds and what the story is that they broke up the hurt business as a way to make Bobby Lashley less cool to try to get him booed against Drew McIntyre, which is one of the most bonkers sentences in wrestling history. Um, <laughs> and to MVP and Lashley's credit, they went and tried everything they could and Vince was not changing his mind. So Shelton and Cedric's work, specifically Cedric, who was like being very well protected as like the, the leader of the tag team of the hurt business are just stuck in that fucking battle Royal on SmackDown now. So that makes me think that they are literally just using Lashley as a transition and an, an even bigger transition than Miz to get drew that win in front of a crowd. He gets a WWE title reign and under his resume. He gets the main event WrestleMania and then drew gets his big moment in the sun. So I have drew for five. <laughs> Uh, I think they also just realized they didn't have anybody else to really wrestle Drew at WrestleMania. They'd already done it uh, when he defended against Lashley, so it made more sense to to have him win it from Lashley. So, um, and then from there, I have no fucking idea where they go. <laughs> like, there's nobody else on Raw that makes any goddamn sense. Uh, this really after anybody got Goldberg's three... number? 
the uh, the three or four matches that they had, this should have been Drew and Sheamus. We made fun of Sheamus and Drew McIntyre on Podswoggle One so much about how when they wrestle each other at WrestleMania, it's going to be the greatest goddamn thing. And me and Tobi were like, "Fuck you!" And you know what? It probably would have been actually one hundred percent fantastic because they've been trying to kill each other for like two months. Um. I'm also worried about Lashley in front of a live crowd. Like, I think he's been great, but I think he's been one of the biggest, he's benefited from the COVID era the most in that they've been able just to go with how they booked him and not worried about his reaction. Where I don't know if the Hurt Business would legitimately be as over as they are with people if there were people there. I think MVP goes a long way. Um Agreed, but he wasn't getting great reactions when he first came back. Like people were just like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" And like he had to find a rhythm, and then well, and yeah, like that was before they really solidified her business as like a thing, you know? Oh yeah, way before. Like, he and in his role, yes, like he's got a, a clearly defined role now. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, so we're pretty. We're pretty. Uh, so the night one, one, two. Only two, ma- two of the seven matches are unanimous, and we each used our 14, our 12, and our 10, which is really, really fucking weird. <laughs> a lot of our points have a lot of synergy. Uh, so let's get into night two. Yeah, I'll do it again. The women's tag title match. So the champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, accompanied by uh, their Somalier Reginald. I don't know if they're, he's both Somalier. I'm tired of talking about fucking Reginald. Mullet, um, there's going to be one night. This might be the end of our friendship. When I ask you to do a drunk history on the uh, on on Reginald, <laughs> this guy worked for Cirque du Soleil and they made him a wine dude. The end. <laughs> oh, you're missing so much. <laughs> Who's a wine dude now? <laughs> Me. I'm As you take dude, a fucking Wyndham. sip of your goddamn Moscata. Wine dude, wine dude Dudley. Uh, so Shayna and Nia <laughs> defending against uh, your winner of the uh, turmoil match. Uh, Wouldn't we start with you? So it would be uh, Shayna and Nia against Natty and Tamina. Fun, man. Oh, he is readjusting. Let's <laughs> dig in. No, my uh, just. And if you pick Tamina to win a title WrestleMania, I'm a barf. <laughs> <laughs> I want no. you to stand up right now and say, so. Uh, no, this chair is uncomfortable. My butt hurts. Um... <sighs> what? Are they gonna do with the women's tag titles? Cause they have nothing. Uh, I, you know, you know what? I could, I could go into this. I could talk about this. I could break this down, but I would barf. So I just threw four points on Baszler and Jack because because they've got they've got nothing. They've got nothing. They've got nothing. They've got nothing. I, as much as it, it warms my heart to see NXT women's tag team titles, uh, Dakota, and I know that Raquel Gonzalez is probably, by the time you're hearing this, your new NXT women's champion. Uh, they should have just won those belts and the tag title should have just been on NXT for a little while. Like, honestly, <laughs> uh, that's what should have happened and it didn't. Oh, you know, I said I was going to stand up and barf if Widden picked. Tamina to win a title at WrestleMania. Uh, and I'm the guy that has Lana winning one for three points. Uh, this is where this all has to go, right? Is no. Naomi finally getting <laughs> no. a chance? 
Oh. And Lana winning a title at WrestleMania over like the woman that put her through a table for 642. Naomi's weeks. won a title at WrestleMania, or at least uh, uh, defended it. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. And Lana, the, the Lana's Lana's fine. You know, uh, like they don't give a shit. They got the they got the bully storying the, the bullying storyline. They got my hole, which we haven't been recording since my hole happened. My hole, 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 uh, my hole, Barry is- Windham. Which is the Weird Al version of my humps. <laughs> uh, 83, that podcast, 83 weeks. That's about the uh, every week Lana was put through a table, right? So I have Naomi and Lana for three points. The end. Rich. Whack. <laughs> Going back to what Witten said, like all the teams uh, except for one, uh, Tamina and... Uh, Natalia uh, have have not, in fact, they've lost to Jack and Baszler. Um, and even the teams that could be, I can't think of a team that they could put together that would make sense losing to them aside from like Charlotte and Bailey if they did that, or, or like you know fucking Charlotte and Becky if they like end up surprising with the tag team turmoil or whatever. Yada 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 yada. Like even if they bring in like I don't even know like who the if there are enough women's free agents out there, like if they do have truly the fucking low hangers to bring in Tessa Blanchard and debut her at WrestleMania, who are you going to pair her with to fucking do this with? And that's not even the way you would do it anyway. Nothing you should. So there's just nothing. I'm glad they're having a match. It's probably going to be on the pre-show. Uh, and yeah, I got, I got Jack and Baszler for three. They're gonna bump after the pre- after the first person through the curtain. They're gonna bump this to the pre-show for night two. <laughs> That's cold. Um, okay, it's finally happening at WrestleMania. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Sure, we have to deal with Logan Paul with somewhere. With Logan Paul ringside. With Logan Paul ringside. <laughs> if you had told, well, if you told me ten years ago, I would have been like, "Who the fuck is Logan Paul?" <laughs> but. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? But I, yeah, I was like, gonna say, oh. if you told them ten years ago, oh, is that like Pac's new name? Yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, it is truly like again. I'm incredibly grateful we're getting this match. It's. I'm honestly still in disbelief that it's that it's happening one on one. Yeah, but it is in, in, incredibly some high key WrestleMania shit that. We get El Generico versus Kevin Steen one-on-one at WrestleMania, and it's going to be with some YouTube douchebag at ringside. A YouTube boxing celebrity. Yeah. Uh, and it's Kevin Owens as the baby face and Sami Zayn as the heel. Yeah. Uh, but I at rich- the very least, we got Dancing Sammy, which has yes. uh, also <laughs> been a blessing among all of us. Sorry, I, I keep cutting him off. You know, you're fine. You're fine. So I have nine points on this, which is surprising because I just like Braun for 10. I'm very unsure about this Mm -hmm. because Logan Paul is essentially like he's a heel celebrity personality. Like what I I think I finally hammered it out because I was originally thinking, oh, well, he's going to help Sammy win and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But like the whole point of Sammy's character is there's a conspiracy against him and the conspiracy can't end with like him winning at WrestleMania. Uh, And also Kevin Owens has been kept as strong as possible even though he's the only person he's really been losing to is roman reigns so i think logan paul probably gets tired of sammy 
helps KO win, and then KO, like a typical Stone Cold fashion, stuns Logan Paul after the match. Everyone's happy. I have Kevin Owens for nine. Rich. Those are a lot of really compelling arguments. (laughs) Um. I can't wait for this now. No, no, no. Uh, uh, You've completely blown up anything. I think mine was mostly at a wish fulfillment. Well, those points ain't. Um, You know, Kevin's had his WrestleMania moments, man. He's fine, right? He doesn't need this. Let, let, Let Sammy have this one, huh? But you're right. The whole Logan Paul of it all, like the fact that he is a fucking quote unquote boxer and like the way he shoved him last week on his way out of the ring, very heavy stone cold Tyson vibes, which is just really also very funny to think about when you compare like all the parties involved. That's nauseating. Um, But fuck you, man. God damn it. Yeah, got him. Fuck. Also, Sammy beat uh, Sammy beat uh, Daniel Bryan, who's in the main event of the show at WrestleMania last year. That's his WrestleMania yeah, moment. That's true, but it wasn't a real moment. That wasn't a moment. <laughs> Skirting around your points and the pits. I'm just saying, like <laughs> this entire feud, it's it's barely it is barely like again, incredibly grateful. I'm not like saying anything bad about like this match or anything like that. I'm so glad we're getting it, but everything about the buildup of Sammy and his character for like the last, it could have been anyone else in this match is what I'm trying to say. Like his, this match is all about like Sammy Zayn, his character, his gimmick right now, the conspiracy theories, the documentary, everything, which would all feed into him losing and making more story. I just want him to have a moment. I got Sammy for 11, man. Fuck. Yeah, why the longer I kept going, the higher the points are having to be. You fucking how long have we been doing this? 11 years. I got 11 points. Fuck. Oh, oh man. Uh yeah, I everything was telling to me as far as who I thought was gonna win this match when it came to last Friday SmackDown. And they did the trailer. And Sammy's like, like, what, what did you think? And Logan Paul's like, well, d- 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 like him hauling. And, I, and I'm just like, okay, that just tells it all right there. So, uh, yeah, Mullet, everything you just said, uh, yeah, that's the reason I have 13 on Kevin Owens. Big points for a big match. I hope this opens. It won't because of the celebrity thing, but I hope this opens night two just to like just fucking blow the doors off of the night two in the biggest way possible. Give them 25 minutes. Just go crazy on go crazy on each other. Uh that's gonna be a lot of fun now. US title match, your it's champion. Yeah, US title match. Let's go. <laughs> U.S. title match, your champion and new bird enthusiast, Riddle, against Sheamus. Uh, who starts this? Is it me? Uh, I believe it's... No, it's Rich. Rich starts this. Man, if you had told me four years ago that I'd be like, man, Riddle fucking sucks, and like, Sheamus is doing great. I'm like, what's going on? You'd be Tope. I'd be Tope, honestly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Whereas you're over there going like, I think Riddle's my new guy. 
I bought one shirt. I didn't think say he was my guy. You Come were on. very high on him. I was very oh, high. Yeah, absolutely I'm, intended. Who's yeah? Fuck you. Uh, yeah, man. Riddle's just, you know, he's just bad in front of and behind camera now. Mm-hmm. Like that botch with Oscar was like truly fucking deplorable. Like, we're live, just, pal, and they yeah. were live. <laughs> That was pre-taped and they just aired it. Like they couldn't even get him to do it. That means that was the best take. (laughs) My new nickname for Riddle is Rob Van. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all he is. Like he is just as is better than Van Damme in the ring and is the same fucking character, but just in 2021 with like all the fucking stupid horseshit they can give him. Well, except that they like made him a fucking idiot. Like Van Dam was at least like competent. Yeah, Van Dam was still pretty. Van Dam was basically like cool, man. Yeah, whatever. Like, right? That's at least like back. a point of view. Riddle's a scooter. That's fair. I love that you said Rob Van Dam character had an opinion, and he was literally the most laissez-faire guy of all time. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and, and as much as I think Seamus has fucking earned it for, you know, his work in the last like six months, you can maybe even go back a year, but, um, you know, also at the same time, like some of the character choices for Seamus, like this is like very, very nitpicky, but like the way he always wears the, the, like the pants, tank top, the suspenders and the hat, like as not his new wrestling gear, but just like his backstage gear. Like, he's the only wrestler that has a costume. You know what I mean? He has, uh, like, on the video game, like, the alternate attire as a street clothes, but you can still wrestle in it, but he never yeah. does. Like, we yeah, said when he was champion, he never got to come out in, like, a fucking suit. It was just him in a shirt and his gear still. Right. He couldn't yeah. get that then? He, he, he did it. He wrestled in it technically once for that Jeff Hardy ballroom brawl match or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, aside from that, it's just, like, he in kayfabe decides to wear that to work every monday it's yeah. just funny to me anyway i got riddle for nine because like <laughs> i don't have any fucking faith in them. they keep adding shit why like if if you're gonna be done with it you wouldn't keep adding shit to his presentation but they do they give him so many fucking segments a night just to say nothing just to interact with people just like, hey, <sighs> we don't we don't have an end for this segment. What's our button? Uh, go get Riddle. He's the Keenan Thompson. He's it's the just, bad white Keenan Thompson of WWE. We don't know how to end this. Let's put Keenan's face on this in the skit. It's just, I got Riddle for nine because I have no faith in this yeah. whatsoever. I, I, it's not my turn, but you've said everything. I have Riddle for eight. Like. Yeah, that's that's all I got. And I fucking needed that after the Sami Zayn pick. I thank you so much, Rabbi. <laughs> You're <Lee>. welcome, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. And I just don't see Seamus already pinned Riddle clean two weeks ago to get the match. Yeah. Seamus yeah. is 40 and crying with Cesaro yeah. backstage. Riddle, they have, they have a feature with. So, Widen. I feel like Vince McMahon is trying to use Riddle to connect with the younger generation. <laughs> It's like, like it's donuts like, and scooters, right? That is 100% his thought. 
Yeah, like like Vince McMahon is like the classic Steve Buscemi picture of him in high school. It's like with the skateboard and stuff like that. It's like, what's going on, younger kids? Fellow kids? Yes, that's exactly what it feels Although, like. And he just... <laughs> now I just really want a segment where Widen uh, just verbally explains memes and like what they are. Because <laughs> that's very funny to me. <laughs> But yeah, I've like I originally had Riddle for a lot more points, and then everything happened with him forgetting like a backstage promo and stuff like that, and I dropped those points because, like Rich said, Sheamus has been doing a lot of great work in these past number of months, so it wouldn't be very surprising for them to put the title on Sheamus because they just can't trust Riddle with it um, and the things that he needs to do. But I feel like Vince is again trying to use him to connect with the younger generation so mm -hmm. i have riddle but it's only for two points and let's be fair uh by all accounts riddle was not supposed to be u.s champion right now this is supposed to be keith lee that mm -hmm. took the title off of lashley and La and keith lee is not booked for wrestlemania but apparently that's for health reasons who knows what that is get well soon but, uh, Rip, Rip just did like a hand motion, and which he was in, which he was just like, just not today, just not today. <laughs> I can't, I can't fucking deal with this right now. Uh, so riddle for two, got it. Uh, all, I'm already like pulling a mullet on my second shirt of the goddamn podcast. So <laughs> I'm very sad that like how the tables have turned. I'm sweating through shirts. You're drinking wine. Like who are we? Okay. Let's get back on track. The Nigerian drum fight. <laughs> Intercontinental title. I need the rules. We don't know the rules. Apparently, there are no rules. That's the only thing we know. But it's basically going to be a street fight or no holds barred or hardcore. Is it, is, is, it, is it like a drum on a pole match? No, it's not a drum on a pole. I don't think so. I would ask the expert you don't on know. pole matches, but I don't want to bring him along. Uh, we don't know. Here's, here's uh, what happened. Here's exactly what happened. So the rules of the match are, are no rules. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, That's right. uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the African version of an Outback match. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, it's, uh, it's no disqualifications. Yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. but what happened was, uh, uh, Vince McMahon, he's catching up in his movie watching lately. He finally saw Black Panther. Correct. And he saw that scene at the waterfall where you have to, oh. you know, beat, uh, the king, you got a challenge, Panther. yes. Uh, and so that's that's what's going to happen here. Yes. I'm calling it now verbatim. That scene in the movie is what's going to happen. <laughs> There's gonna be a waterfall. Oh, they're gonna fight on the fucking boat. They're gonna fight on the fucking the fucking pirate ship. That's the closest thing they have to like the waterfall. It's like a set piece in Tampa. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, I haven't said the participants yet. Your champion is Big E. Your challenger is Apollo Cruz. Uh, Thanks, people. Are they calling to the drums? Yeah. Uh, look, uh, we really need Tope here for this. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I I cannot wait to get his thoughts and opinions on this. Uh, me and him have had conversations uh, about how everyone is complaining about a Nigerian man doing a Nigerian character with a Nigerian accent on television and being good at it. Um. I would ask you, would you rather have the previous Apollo Crews or would you rather have this Apollo Crews? I rest my case. 
so that's not where I uh, take exception with what's happened. I just the the flow chart of accents. If you look mm-hmm. back, even as far as Kofi Kingston, I feel yes. like it's acceptable to lose an accent and and justify just like I'm from fucking Boston. What are you gonna do? Okay. Uh, it's a lot harder to explain gaining an accent, you know, like because otherwise it's just a put on, you know, and even if that is kind of the point. Yeah, I think I, I think I think you can I explained as like as like I was I was hiding it because I felt like I had to to blend in and hide who I was, you know, to to play your game and to now I'm not like that. So maybe yeah, I missed exactly. it. Maybe if it is a thing where it's like, I think that was a minor thing addressed. where I've had this accent all along. Yes. Okay, because I missed a few. Hey, I missed a few SmackDowns. Fucking sue me. So if yeah, that is the case, fine. then fine. Let's go. I do yeah. love the fact that they are actually tapping into the fact that he is Nigerian royalty. Like it was sure. on his, uh, you know, uh, 24 or whatever documentary he had years ago. Yeah. I, that I, I think is actually very cool to do. And it actually kind of, again, something that Apollo Crews has lacked for, for years and years is what we talked about with Rob Van Dam is point of view and perspective. Yeah, definitely missing a point uh, of view with Rob Van Dam. I go back to the So yeah, the so Hall. if that is the case with the accent, then great. But- uh, okay. I, it was all I, I, that's was all I ever need for anything. It's just a little bit of a, a little bit of an explanation. That's it. Yeah. Show I, me a little bit of effort. I believe it was minorly brought up when he first started doing it. And I always go back to the hard knocks, like whatever performance center promo class they had that Apollo Cruz was doing. And Scott Hall was there. And he's like, yo, is that how you like really talk? Like, is that you like just being a happy smiling guy? Cause that ain't going to work. <laughs> and like, he did that for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So he just didn't listen to Scott Hall's advice, which I get it, but you know, um, Scott Hall was Scarface for 15. Um, I also just wish that he just wasn't Apollo Crews anymore. Like just let him be like, Ooha nation or like yeah. something more, you know, like something, but the fact that these guys have, are, are, you know, a pretty high profile match on WrestleMania. I'm all fucking for, um, very much all for it. Uh, this starts with you, Rich. Um, while I pull this back up, uh, have y'all seen the, uh, uh, concept art, uh, that's been making the rounds for like a lot of those, like, er, uh, like early to mid nineties, uh, WWF guys. Uh, there's been some concept art for like Adam bomb. Yes. And, uh, uh, razor was one of them. Yes. Uh, and just one of the pictures, uh, one of the, the, uh, renderings, is just it's it's razor ramon in long pants in the absolutely sassiest pose i have <laughs> like i want a sliding door situation where we have this just ball of sass razor ramon um you know going up against one two three kid and diesel and Shawn michaels uh, that's just a world I, I kind of want to live in. Say hello to the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know how else to sass it up. But... Hey, yo. 
Imagine the toothpick throw. Uh, the the wiggly finger thing like totally still fits in. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh i got uh as as, as uh, so yeah so with all the build up and everything and, and again very happy that these two are getting this one-on-one shot and, and we've been on the fucking apollo cruise train since like uha nation days you know like mm-hmm. you know we've been in his you know we've been on apollo island for for a while here um that all, all that said they know the biggies where their money is and they need to really make this icy title reign with him like an important one. Uh, so I got Big E for 13. Big E for 13. My goodness. Yes. Widen. I agree that they need to keep the Big E singles run going, which is why I see him having greater aspirations. And so in order for him to have those greater aspirations – he needs to lose this title at mania though they've got there's been examples of of people who have lost lower titles at mania and have gone on to greater aspirations yeah sure down the line sure. sorry can, can continue continue if if and also well down the line but if there if there's an end game to I mean, I'm just going into the future here. Uh, if there's an end game when it comes to, say, Roman Reigns wins, and say there's an end game that a lot of people have been talking about, and end game being The Rock, you're going to need something or somebody to keep that going. Then that's then that's how you do it. You make him you make him the person going up against Reigns. That is, if Reigns is to win. They've been going back and forth the past number of weeks, putting in a lot of great work. Um, I think in order to really get this, uh, in order to really get Apollo back shining again with this new gimmick, they need to have him win this match. It's the match that he picked whatever it's going to be. And granted, we've seen examples of people pick their matches and they just don't end up winning them. A uh, premium example, bugs. But in the end, it should be, in my opinion, Apollo who wins this match. So I have Apollo Cruz, and I have Apollo Cruz for, let me just double check to make sure I got it right, eight points. Hey, Counter, real quick counter. Uh, if this were any other, pay, if this is Extreme Rules, if this is TLC, if this is Clash of Champions, I, I'm there. I'm with you. I, I get that argument. Look at the way they took the U.S. title off of Bobby Lashley. They did it in a three-way. He didn't get pinned. And then Lashley went on to the title. Yeah. If you're going to do that same thing, if you're going to have Biggie move on to a, a bigger title, you got to do it in a way that that he's not taking the pin. And that's what I've been thinking. Or he's heavily protected, which this match would, depending on like the amount of violence, yeah. the amount of weapons that are. So I only have two points on this because I'm very much in between you guys and that I think there's no real telling on like how much they really are behind Apollo. Um, and they it's pretty obvious they have big plans in the future for Big E, like Witten said, as the potential guy that could take it off of Roman eventually or, or be a number one babyface world champion. Um the other person I was mentioning that is winless at WrestleMania is Big E. He is like 0-5 or 0-6 at this point. 
so I think he needs a standout singles win at Mania before Apollo Crews does. But it being Apollo's gimmick match, I'm worried about it. So I'd have Big E for two points. Being a little hesitant. Speaking of needing a legitimate win at WrestleMania, because fever dreams kind of don't count, the Fiend Bray Wyatt against Randy Orton in a not anything match. I can just hear Rich's video has been frozen for like 15 minutes. I can just hear Rich (laughs) rubbing his beard. Uh, Oh, fuck. Do I start this? No, Witten starts. Uh, Rich. Yeah, I was about to say Rich started last time. You start. Uh, beat me again. It's like, I, how, how many times are we going to do this? How many times are we going to do this? At least one more time. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I have the fiend. I have the fiend for six points because. It's Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend at WrestleMania, which, again, Fever Dreams aside, does not have a good track record. Correct. Has he? Uh, I'm going to ask this question. No. On he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Sorry. Go ahead. On on a pay per view, and mm-hmm. I and I, I only know of two matches. Mm-hmm. Has Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend ever beaten Randy Orton? I think it's three matches. The Mania, uh, Mania match. Uh, the... He won the, uh, what was it called? Like the fucking, uh, the Bloomhouse Horror How... match or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> House of Horrors? Or yeah, the House like of Horror. Yeah, he technically won the House of Horrors match and he needed help from Jinder Mahal to do it. Okay. And then he lost so... the Inferno match. Okay. So we'll call oh. that, we'll, we'll call that a, a we'll call that a uh, two and a half win, two and a half losses, half a win. Alexa Bliss has mo- as equal amount of wins as Bray Wyatt over Randy Orton. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, so, uh, yeah. So, for that being said, it's the Fiend coming back. Whatever. He could wrestle this match and not wrestle for the whole year. Like, say, he could wrestle this match and not wrestle this match. Because yes. I'm not even convinced that's him underneath that outfit. I hate that outfit. It looks... It looks like a Halloween costume dollar store version of the Fiend outfit. Um, that being said, I'm legitimately scared they're going to like kill off Randy Orton. <laughs> like, I don't know how you want this. Hey, man. Bo Dallas ain't doing shit. Are we going to get beheaded Randy Orton? Like, I don't know where to go from here. He's coughing up Papa Shango goop. Like, there is... You're stepping no. on my shit, man. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'll just say it. I had the fiend for 13 points. He has to, right? Rip? No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what about wrestling in the last fucking 13 years have, has told you that he has to? I... <laughs> so you 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 cut out for a lot of what you said mullet uh during during your thing i don't even think i got mullet's points or uh, witten's points um uh, witten had the fiend for six i have the fiend for 13 
six, 13. Um, what needs to be said is that Randy Orton has had arguably the best year of his career. Um, and that, that is saying a lot, uh, especially for me to say he's yeah. kind of done everything. He's, he's wrestled the spectrum of things you can do in wrestling essentially from, from the greatest match of all time uh, to literally almost every gimmick, every single gimmick match you could think of. He's done just straight for the title stuff. He's done the dark Looney Tunes shit with Bray. I've, I have been lapping up everything in this, in this feud. Cause I just cannot figure out, like, I cannot, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to be, be, think ahead of what's happening in this feud because it's, it's so fucking daffy. Molly, you were going to say something. I was saying, I love that they've, they've, it's gotten to the point where on the go home show, they just showed a video package. Like we don't even have one more week of yeah. anything to get out of this. Let's yeah. just get to the show and do it. Which is honestly like <clears throat> kind of something I'd like to see more of. It just, is just like, like forcing your, like writing yourself to the end of something and then forcing yourself to keep going. Yeah. They, they lit this character fully on fire. And now he's having a WrestleMania match because of a Jack in the box. Well, when you put it like that, <laughs> you know, uh, and just been great throughout all of it, like on screen and on Twitter. Um, and I've been thinking Orton's put in a lot of years. Mm -hmm. What if, this is Orton's retirement match. I, I thought about it as well. I think at the very least, after the year he's had, he's yeah. going to take a significant break sure. and some time off. He's going to hang For out with sure. his wife, probably get a new one. It'll be a grand old time. And what a more what more memorable way could somebody with the legacy intended? And 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 career of Randy Orton to retire, than to full on kill off your character of Randy Orton. Right? Fuck! I'm so sorry. Murder, you were actually going both, there. But yes, like this is full on where I was 100 going. Both both characters, and I full on say characters have promised murder at the end of each of their promos for yes. this match. One of these characters are going to cease to be on WWE television. And I would love, I would love for it to be a reverse Undertaker situation where the Randy Orton character dies and he doesn't come back for his Hall of Fame induction. He doesn't do any interviews. We never see him again. <laughs> are you Muhammad Hassaning Randy Orton? <laughs> yes. I, I also love it because, so they technically have done it with Cena. Like, Besides that bullshit yeah. WrestleMania commercial, that's why I yeah. wanted a Firefly Funhouse match because I wanted like the Firefly Funhouse to be like the Phantom Zone, and like sure. Orton comes in there and Cena's just there like, help me. <laughs> He's just like Huskis the pig boy now. <laughs> like it'd be fucking great, right? And th that all absolutely can happen. 
because uh, like literally with with this realm of the WWE universe, like anything, anything is possible. Um, so your points and your pick. My points are fiend for two. <laughs> but Matt, you got two points. <laughs> you fucking dickhole. It's just because my entire premise is based off of murder. You're doing so I'm not your gonna pick. put a lot of points on murder. You're doing picks on like oh like on knives out. It's, like, <laughs> it's basically you're picking yeah. Who is going to be the, yeah. the, the killer? But I just, I just, again, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I know this won't happen, but like, I don't know that that won't happen. Literally, we are in the Tyson zone of matches for this match. Like, Absolutely. literally, anything is on the table. Anything can happen, which is I why I put wait. two on it. I cannot wait. Like, I know there are people out here that absolutely fucking hate everything that The Fiend has done in the last mm-hmm. two years or whatever. And like and they're wrong. And they're wrong. I mean, because it is wrestling. It's been goofy from the jump, okay? Yeah. It's not all just been a fucking exhibition. Like, every, once it turned to pro wrestling, like, you've had your gorgeous Georges and shit like that. You've had your characters. You're larger than my characters. This is part of the fucking... This is part of the deal. Okay, pal? Calm down. Yeah. I will take Randy Orton puking tar out of his mouth over six Canadian destroyers in a match any day of the week. (laughs) I will take, I will take Randy Orton setting the fiend full on on fire over Will Ospreay as your IWGP champion. I think I've based on this match, I think it was, I think it was last year's mania. I think Tope was talking about the fiend and Tope brought up the point of, Wrestling the Fiend makes you go back to your kind of original person of of like who you are, who you are the most successful person as. Yeah. Did it with Seth, did it with Seth Rollins, did it with Daniel Bryan. And can, you can kind of see it where earlier in this year for Orton, he was kind of a little bit more sadistic, not much, but still a little mm-hmm. bit there. And it kind of softened. A little bit uh and with this could make him go on that like that long break quite possibly and come back just being his sadistic short-tempered fuse punning people's faces you know randy orton voices maybe or maybe his best was look though i i wanted a firefly funhouse match because i wanted an r and n injury update and randy orton's shitty hair in his shitty little tights. I wanted to see the overdrive. And now this is Podswoggles. <laughs> of the week. Fuck, I love 2002 Randy Orton. Shit. <laughs> I did too, God dude. damn it. Shit. Man, SmackDown, was it SmackDown Here Comes the Pain or SmackDown? Like, whatever games, like, I always mm-hmm. picked Randy Orton. He was rated like a 74. His signature was a top rope cross body, which he probably hates to look at now because he's like, God damn it, work a fucking hold. His hair, he looked like he looked like a monkey's impersonator. <laughs> he just looked so... And, like, he just got beat up by Batista and Brock Lesnar every week. And joke's on them. He's not as rich as either one of them, but he's had more matches. Fuck them. <laughs> Randy Orton, do that. Oh, shit. Weird, dude. 
Oh, fuck. I'm glad I got one in here. Uh, Raw Women's Championship match. Your champion Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, I start this one. I'm hopeful we don't throw this out because I, I Charlotte Flair not being on this card, the, the whole Charlotte Andrade story is a, is a podcast for another podcast. Um, yes, absolutely. But I, uh, I, I, yeah. Or the idea of her being a healthy scratch for WrestleMania is right. um, pretty, well, pretty wild. Maybe they just still think she's pregnant. I don't know. Um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, WWE I, being WWE, I'm surprised they didn't double down and say it was literally double down and say it's twins. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I, I don't mean this directed at who it's going to be directed to. I strictly am portraying the character of WWE right now. Man, ain't nobody give a fuck about no bullshit Asuka is what WWE has been saying for as long as we can sadly remember. Rhea Ripley for 11. Rich. It's fucked up, right? Like, for as long as she's, like, held titles, like, she's consistently held a title for most of the last year mm-hmm. and and has been, you know, usually booked well, if not strong, not of late. Uh, but, yeah, it's pretty fucked up for, like, someone who, on paper, you think is, like, <laughs> incredibly protected and a golden child for the company. They don't give a fuck about no bullshit Asuka. Their biggest star went out and they immediately went to Asuka and made her their first Grand Slam champion. Or, or like, their, their whatever. Like, she's the first person to win Money in the Bank, the Rumble. Like, she's won everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she's had the title since SummerSlam. And she's been either booked like shit or not booked at all. And it's like, what is missing here? And Rhea lost to Charlotte last year. So, it's Rhea's time. Yep. Uh, what was your pick, Rich? Oh, I didn't, I just interrupted and barged in. I didn't really. No, it, it was it was, it was turn. your turn. I was diving in anyway. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Uh. I th- I, I found it fun and interesting because I do think she's a good heel. That we're getting full on Rhea heel. Uh. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, Oscar's just been getting the shit kicked out of her lately. Literally, like, sucks and like legitimately literally like, yeah. yeah she's lost teeth uh and you would think like you know by you know conventional standards like Rhea was standing tall at the end of raw the go home raw before you know mania um but it's just hard to overlook <laughs> they just fucking approach oscar it sucks but i got Rhea for seven uh it's good to bring her in as a heel because she's so good that oh, she's yeah. very easily turnable. It's exactly what they did in NXT UK and NXT. So, uh, yeah. Widen. So here's the thing. Oh boy. Beautiful. So you're re coming in freaking ball of fire, you know, freaking being put as this, big big competitor and while she is you i just feel like the potential of the women's division right now is just the course of just hold just something hold. yeah 
stretch stretch yeah, that's more it's like just wait for somebody to come back or something else to happen just right we're still talking to ronda <laughs> exactly. i th- i think medusa might have a couple years we don't know like just whatever exactly. just something anything so so what came through my mind when i was thinking about this was the fact that yes Real loss last year, as as a to, uh, as a face, yeah, and she's coming in as a heel. What I can see happening is, even though she's a heel, her most heelish was when she was like at the beginning of NXT, like May Young Classic type type of heel. That's when she was like the most heel. Yes. I feel like a loss here. Yeah, she was pro- literally mocking Tegan Knox's fucking knee. Yes. She was Tegan Knox injured for Halloween that year. That was like fucking that's Cold incredibly ice. heel shit. Love it. Yes. I feel like a loss here for her. Um yes, it would hurt a little bit, but it could push her to be more heel and just go more with it and more with it throughout the year. She'll be very closely attached to the title picture as the year goes on. Oscar wins. Becky comes back. And now you have that match again. Because technically, Becky didn't lose. Becky gave her the title. So Becky can say, I'm back. I want my title back. And then Becky could possibly take it from her so that you still have a top shot star when Rhea comes in and then that's when you possibly have Rhea win fair enough but you want moments to be when there's more people in the crowd so I go back to stretch <laughs> so it's a theory oh, that I have too hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> Good old stereo, Stu Hart. <laughs> if he was a wrestler uh, in the 70s, that'd be his gimmick. I'm stereo, Stu Hart. Yeah. Get me yeah. Stereo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wait to your pick because Rich and I are going to go 30 minutes on this. <laughs> again, my favorite my favorite joke. I do not have a I do not have a dungeon that smells of tapioca pudding and cum. Yeah, so, what I, I like. <laughs> so I have Asuka winning this, but only for three points. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I totally see them uh, fucking Lex Lugering and Batista-ing Rhea Ripley <laughs> on the main roster. Just, she just gets a reputation as never being able to fucking win the big one. So, oh, God, I'm crying. <laughs> that's that's an underrated <laughs> moment of this podcast. Is all time is too hard to brought up, and immediately everyone just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, want to give a shout out. Uh, so I'm reading. So they still did the legacy wing of the Hall of Fame this year and the legacy inductees from the past two years. Some pretty big names. Uh, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Fuck Dr. Death. Um, Ray the Clipper, Crippler Stevens. Dick the Bruiser. Gary Hart. The, the That's coolest white man of all time. Pistol big. Pez Watley. Uh, Brickhouse Brown. Um, those are the, like the notable ones. Just wanted to give them a shot on the podcast because I don't think any of their names have ever been said on the podcast before. Main event time. 
the Universal Championship triple threat match. Three men who we never, who at one point we thought were never going to wrestle ever again in the main event of the biggest show of the year. Your champion Roman Reigns defending against your Royal Rumble winner Edge and Daniel Bryan. We start with... An attraction action match. <laughs> we start with Widden. Start with me? Uh, no, actually, we start with Rich, I believe. I'm sorry. Yeah, we start with Rich. Okay. On. I started the last one. I didn't. No, you, no, you didn't. didn't. I did. <laughs> sorry. Uh boy. So... <sighs> Yeah, right. (laughs) So, if there's one thing I'm excited about, it's this fucking match of two guys, two guys that are actually have some backstage pull in terms of being on the writing team. And I'd like to apologize to Edge for shitting over him booking himself to win the Rumble and Daniel Bryan booking himself to not shine in the Rumble. And now they're both in the main event of WrestleMania. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) and and the and and my the greatest character and performer in wrestling right now, Roman Reigns. Uh, which, yeah. yeah, the crowd on this match I expect to be absolutely bonkers, and I cannot wait for them to hate Edge and his shitty everything. Enjoy <laughs> Mexico, fuckface. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to Mexico for? No, Tope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot already. Um. Man, I don't know if it's just like the confidence that Roman Reigns is exuding right now. I don't know if you all caught that clip uh, from the interview that he did with Ariel Hawani, uh, mm-hmm. where he explained uh, that he didn't tap out to Daniel Bryan, that he Morse was code. using Morse code to signal to Paul E to get the bus ready. This is the motherfucker we've been waiting for. He's oh, here. Yeah. He's doing it. Uh, and to, to detract in this momentum in any way, shape, or form at all would be just so reprehensible and, and boneheaded. And, and it's a fine story to have Edge culminate in his comeback, his second comeback, uh, with, a, with a title. And, and, and Daniel Bryan with the title is always a, 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 a real reliable blanket. You can you you know what to expect from it. It's gonna be good, and it's gonna make you feel good no matter what he's doing. Truly, Eco Warrior Daniel Bryan is one of my favorite title runs of the last ten years. Yeah. It's it was some top tier shit. Absolutely. But Roman Reigns is also on some top tier shit right now. Sure. Is. Tribal chief, head of the table, acknowledge him. And I did acknowledge him as the winner of this match because I also still have my prediction alive of Roman Reigns going bell to bell, staying champion for the whole year. I got him for five points because it is a triple threat after all. Yes. I am. Um, I was so sad that his WrestleMania shirt is his, the front is just the acknowledge me with the little symbol. And I was like, 
I'm, I would wear the fuck out of that. And then it had like a fucking soliloquy on the back of it. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like the same thing. Like the head of the table one, I almost did. But it's got like the silhouette on the front with the symbol on the back. Yeah. And I was like, eh. Like, just give me a catchphrase of his on the front and a, 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 a decent symbol like underneath. And I'm fine. Nothing on the back. But no, they couldn't help themselves. Asking too much. I know. Widen. Uh, I mean, everything that Rich said, um, the one thing I will add on to it is that it's good, in my opinion, that they have in this in this whole thing now turned edge heel. Yep. Because once this match is over with, then you can just go straight into Edge and Daniel Bryan one-on-one for next pay-per-view or next big pay-per-view, whatnot, yes. what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Roman Reigns still needs to remain champion, um, which is why I have him winning this match for nine points. More balls than I got. Yeah, it- I probably would have picked Edge just for the story of it all if he didn't lean the heel route. And exactly like Widden said, I think him and Brian take it out on each other that they don't win this match at the next show. And Edge, Brian's pretty much being, is wrapping up. Edge could be the guy to take Daniel Bryan out. And then when Brian's kind of more part-time, come back and get a win uh, later on. Roman Reigns should not lose this title this like he should be the champion going into next year's WrestleMania from this reign so he can beat the rock and then lose the title at the following WrestleMania. <laughs> like that's how far in advance <laughs> I'm thinking of this because you can get the legs out of this. You've you there you will never have what's the the probably the all-time all-time WWE heel record is probably Lesnar. Like at this point, like before it would have been like Yoko or JBL or Billy Graham or something, but like Lesnar held the title for at least a year. Even all time, yeah. Um, well, like you think like Flair, like I know Flair had a couple reigns that were like a year yeah. plus, you know, whatever. <laughs> but normally that's a baby face thing. But no, like yeah. you can like I had Cesaro, like Cesaro should have a two or three month program with Roman Reigns where he pushes Roman to the limit and Roman makes him look like a fucking superstar, but Roman somehow fucking survives. E I think E is the guy. E could have an early crack at him and fail and have to build himself back up. Um, Kevin Owens is already threatened. Jimmy Uso comes back. That's five months right there. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens is already threatened to win Money in the Bank and and go down that road. You, Drew changes shows. Seth turns babyface. There are so many options. I know there's a lot of options. Ambrose for comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Hero, that was supposed to be my spot in the shield. <laughs> Sorry, oh no, because they will make him hero. Um, I think that Edge had a lot of options if he was still a babyface because, like, they never did the thing with Seth because Seth Rotten, Seth, Seth Rotten's, Seth was rotten, threatening to kill Edge on national television. Um, and Edge is one, Edge just wants to work everybody and he could be the babyface champion that basically gets worn down like Batman and before like Bane breaks him. Um, which could still happen. He could beat Roman and Roman could, could come, be, come back. But I say nay. I say it's Roman Reigns. I'm going Wrestle Kingdom. Your number one star wins in the main event of your biggest fucking show. And that's Roman Reigns for six points. Yeah, uh, there you go. It, Daniel Bryan it, takes the pin. They've, they've done a really great job too of like 
the selection of who's in this match because it all is like they all seem legit that they could win uh, uh between the edge like they're all bona fide man you know yes. between edge coming back and and just being like very fucking dominant and uh uh you know aside from being out for the better part of a year uh and then daniel ryan you know he won his you know championship in a three-way at wrestlemania as well mm -hmm. and but you're right like Roman Reigns tapped out roman like he's yeah. been doing shit yeah th those are the, the tap out thing is not small that is no. like did they That's ever huge. do that with cena like no well cena was never tap? cena cena was never a heel to do it no, but even then, just as far as like fucking sh sh like tapping out at all. No, like no, they no, never no. get a visual tap. No, even. no. Um, but you're right. There should be babies that are born and then aged become fans within the span of Roman Reigns' title reign. One hundred percent. And I cannot. Like, there wait. should be children that that's all they know is him as Universal Champion. I hope they bought 10 headsets for Vince McMahon to throw and break during this match when the crowd gives Roman Reigns a stone-cold Steve Austin re reception yeah. for everything that he does. Man. Like, God damn it. <laughs> we <laughs> gave it to him. Even, even, even the fucking lapdoggiest yes men to Vince McMahon should really be preparing him like, look, I understand. We've, we've done everything mm -hmm. right. Yep. This is, this is Thanos. This is inevitable. Yes. Yeah. And this and this is why Brian is in the match. Like, Brian is in yeah. the match to counteract that because yeah. who the fuck is going to boo Daniel Bryan? My right. fear is they just don't react to Daniel Bryan. <laughs> they just boo Edge. Brian's <laughs> like, oh, we like you, but this guy, you know, we had the thing. It's not Bourbon Street. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> the crowd is breaking up with Daniel Bryan during this match. Um <laughs> And this Roman is just that cool hot guy on the back. He's the leader of the pack, you know. You met him at the candy store, and he's just <laughs> the candy store. It's a song from the. Don't worry about it. He's the leader <laughs> of the pack. Listen to it. <laughs> that song came out when Stu Hart was sixty years old. <laughs> That's when he's playing on a stereo. He's the leader of the pack. And I'm supposed mm -hmm. to be older than both of you. Mm -hmm. That's my, <laughs> my basically impression. <laughs> my basically is an interesting my motorbike. Oh, <laughs> uh, our weekend is now going to be spent just watching clips of people do Stu Hart impressions. <laughs> Perfecting. You wanted to train me. Why didn't you train me? All right, so uh, night two, we are unanimous on three matches. So a little bit better. So we're still unanimous, I believe, on five of the 14 matches that we have between the three of us. So that's crazy. We're unanimous on Roman Reigns, The Fiend, uh, Riddle, Braun Strowman, and Damian Priest and Bad Bunny, which is all of our 14 uh yeah and hopefully right here you get picks from other people and as promised after rich and with and i have talked ad nauseum about wrestlemania 37 picks let's get some other people's picks as well joining me from his business office slash hockey office slash nondescript room is Augie. 
Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, if you hear that buzzing, that's the uh, commercial refrigerator or piece of shit air conditioning unit or shit falling apart. Who the fuck knows? It's not just the noise in Augie's head as he looked at these 14 matches he had to pick after having not watched wrestling since the Royal Rumble, correct? Yeah, and, um, you know, I knew we were doing this today, so... Uh, last night I watched the uh, YouTube highlights. I fell asleep within five minutes, so that did nothing. Um, and then so, so, so today, uh, as I was working on shit I had to work on, in the background I had the Raw highlights and SmackDown highlights. I don't know anything more than I did before watching those highlights. Um, so this ought to be interesting. Uh, you said you and, you and Witten spoke for how long? Uh, you, Witten, and Rich? Me, Rich, and Witten, we did picks for uh, two two hours. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. That's just, that's just we, get... missed, we just missed talking to each other is really all that it was. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I don't, think I've seen, I don't think I've seen two and a half hours of wrestling in ten years. I was going to say, considering you texted me 30 minutes ago confirming how many points were left, so you tried to do all this work and still didn't get points until 30 minutes ago. So that's uh, keeping up with the tradition. So uh, we're going to go bottom yeah. to top. We're doing all of night one first, and then we'll go to night two, uh, starting with the uh, women's tag title turmoil number one contender match between uh, Naomi and Lana, the Riot Squad, and Natalia and Tamina, and Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Who do you got? What the fuck is a turmoil gauntlet? I mean, it doesn't matter, because every single uh, tag team pairing that I looked at in here, in my opinion, which obviously carries a lot of weight, um, nobody deserves it. You're correct. Now there is there is there was a leak that Billy Kay and Carmella are going to get added to this match. If that's the case, it potentially could get thrown out. Uh, a turmoil match is a gauntlet match with two teams at a time, and then when one team loses, the next team joins. So it's just a fancy way to say a gauntlet match. Ah, uh, shit. Do we know who's coming in first? We do not. There is a chance, of course, we're recording this before SmackDown. They may determine who comes out first or last after SmackDown, but we all went into it blind. Okay. Um, well, uh, I can't put points on Lana. I cannot put points on Tamina. Uh, the Riot Squad, I guess they... Spencer will pick them. So um, I'm going to go with Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose for a whopping one point. So that... So I've gotten your picks and of course the three people's picks that everyone's already heard. We all have a different pick <laughs> already. I have Naomi Perfect. and Lot. Rich has the Riot Squad and Witten has Natty and Tamina. So we're all and Spencer will pick the Riot Squad. Already. Yeah. Uh, Specifically Ruby Riot. Yes, he always does. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championships, The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defending against AJ Styles and Omas. Yeah, see, uh, that I'm kind of glad that I watched some of the highlights because uh, Omas, that's how you say it? Um, yes. Omas. Uh, we've been saying Amos. it wrong the whole podcast. Famous Amos cookies. Not, no, it's definitely not Amos. I tried to stop you. Damn it. Okay. So, um, almost. Uh, almost. Whatever. He's a massive fucking dude. Um, yeah, and uh, going by stupid wrestling logic, uh, New Day went over last. So, I got 10 points on AJ Styles and Omos. Omos. Whatever. Omos got Omos as Amos. Uh, I'm Big O. Big O. 
Big O. Uh, yep, you're in the you're in the majority here. But Widen took the new day for eleven for no reason. Uh, so, yeah, we're we're only Same. unanimous, I believe, on five of the fourteen matches between the three of us, and you're probably gonna fuck up at least three or four of those. Uh, of Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, I don't know shit about any of this. So Seth Rollins for thirteen points. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't know why this is happening, nor do I know the context. So let me pick Seth Rollins for the second most amount of points. Yeah, I mean it's Seth Rollins. It's it's the new Mr. WrestleMania, and this is WrestleMania. And didn't we say like he's got a fucking killer record for WrestleMania? Uh, he, I believe he is now. After last year's loss to Kevin Owens, I believe he is six and two at WrestleMania. Yeah. So he's yeah. Cesar, I mean, Cesar will be fine. Uh, Seth Rollins, he's going to come on some fucking badass get-up, great entrance, be pumped the fuck up and whoop some ass and then walk out. We did not discuss the the dad drift that Seth Rollins is going for now. He's coming out in the gaudiest but most baller suits lately. He had, like, a flame tux for the Hall of Fame. He had, like, a purple, like, lavender flower tux out of recent SmackDown. He's going through a midlife crisis, like, at 34. It's amazing. Uh, Is he a dad yet? Did that happen already? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this already. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, don't remember. uh, I have Cesaro for one just because of things I have going later on, but Rollins is the majority pick. Uh, Tag team match. The Miz and John Morrison versus... 14 points on Bad Bunny. (laughs) <laughs> Move on. I can give three fucks about. I'm sh- even if I was watching that show, I wouldn't give three shits about them throwing some red stupid paint on a Bugatti. Fuck out of here. That is the unanimous one of the unanimous picks, and it is all fourteen points at the moment. Uh, I'm sure like Spencer will fuck that up. Um, yeah. Steel cage match: Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. <sighs> You looking sound at like some shit right now, cutting a promo. Yeah, like looking at some shit online. Like a lot of people are like, they want Shane McMahon to win, but to me, the only reason why you put Shane—I don't know—the only the reason why you put Shane McMahon in this match to take all the fucking bumps and Braun Strowman just to murder him. Uh, whatever. Okay, so if this is murder, one light step above it. Like whatever doesn't quite kill Shane McMahon, but like you question it. That's what Braun Strowman's going to do to him. So that's uh, nine points for Braun Strowman. Okay. We are unanimous on Braun. You have the least amount of points on Braun so far. Two quick things. Well, uh, to the second person, no, the third person to bring up the chance of legitimate murder happening at WrestleMania, but it's about a different match. And the other one <laughs> is uh, you kind of touched on like him taking all the bumps. You're not going to remember, but you should remember a couple years ago when Braun fought Kevin Owens in a cage match and threw Kevin Owens off the top of a cage, meaning Kevin Owens won the match. <laughs> so put oh, that into your mind to scare the shit out of you and everybody else already. They've already done it. So wait, remind me, steel cage match, is there a roof to it? No, it's there's no roof. So, so this is the one you have to climb out and you got to get yeah. down. Shit, and Braun Strowman can't climb. Or pinner submission. You can win by pinner submission as well. So I believe uh, the whole point of the story is uh, Braun's stupid and Shane makes fun of him being dumb. He's going to, like, go to throw Shane off and he's going to, no, 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 throw him back into the ring at least and then go from there. So, But it could go sure. a little bit further and he is just a stupid piece of shit. So we'll see. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Uh, they're your champion, Sasha Banks, against your challenger, Bianca Belair. 
Um, again, as always, haven't been watching, but Bianca Belair seems to be on a fucking tear, and she can carry the entire roster on her back. So let's give her the belt. Has she been a champion yet? No, she's never been NXT or main roster women's champion before. She wasn't even an NXT champion? She ran up against Shayna's monster reign. Huh. Yeah, fucking give it to her. Uh, shit, I wish I would have put more on it. I have 11 points. That should Whoa. that should have been my 13-pointer. So I originally had Bianca for a lot of points like you, but I switched it because it's not closing the show by all accounts. People thought they were going to end the show with this, and they're not. There looks like they're in the show with Drew and Lashley. So I was like, eh, that might give more wiggle room for Sasha to retain, like Mandalorian heat. Mm, but also, yeah, but you also... Yeah, whatever. I feel bad. <laughs> there's night too. There's a there's a night too. I feel like they can make it up a night too. So fuck it. Yeah. You know, Mandalorian heat. She was in one episode, and I DDT fucking. Boba Fett. Have you ever yeah, DDT Boba Fett? Has anybody DDT Boba Fett? No, you DDT Boba Fett and then get back to me. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Uh, WWE Championship match. Your champion Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre. So before I watched the highlights, I was all over Drew McIntyre. I was like, oh, Bobby Lashley sucks. Watch the highlights, and I like Bobby Lashley's new gimmick. I like his attire, his attitude. Um, that's MVP, right, with him? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, yeah. with the Hurt Business, Shelton and Cedric, before they broke up a couple weeks ago, stupidly. Bobby Lashley's new gimmick is what you should have done with Bobby Lashley this whole time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and what, okay, so... I was a little confused because MVP, I thought that was MVP, but his chain doesn't say MVP. It says THB? What the, the fuck? Business. What is that? The Hurt. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, sure. Well, I still have Drew McIntyre, but I put eight points on it because Bobby Lashley looks better than I thought he did. He would. Yeah, I originally had Lashley thinking this was going to open the show because of how hot Lashley is right now. But it closing the show, Drew getting his moment back. You are in the majority. Wynn went with Lashley. Uh, so we are... The two matches we were unanimous on for night one stay the same. Bad Bunny and Braun Strowman. I can uh, still see Lashley winning it, though. But yeah, there's a oh, lot I, they can do with him with that new gimmick. If it's ending the show and the Universal title is ending the show, I didn't want to go with what I went with. Because uh, I have heels winning both of those matches, and I don't think they're going to end both nights of WrestleMania with heels winning. Uh... Women's Tag Team Championship match on night two. So, of course, you have... Uh, I almost totally... I almost said Shia Naisler. I almost totally fucked up all their names. Uh, Nia Jack, Tina oh. Baszler, defending against uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose for you. Um, I put two whole points on this because I have no idea who they're even wrestling. Um, but looking at every single person in that turmoil gauntlet, they shouldn't be... Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. So two entire points for Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I have Naomi and Lana. Uh, <laughs> you have Naomi and who? Lana. Because of the story, man, of Lana getting beat up, man. It's an inspirational story against bullying. And don't rake me over the coals. I got raked over it enough. <laughs> yeah, Naomi, fine, but but Lana, get the. I'm not happy with it either. It's just, it just, it just is. It is. It is. Also, also, I looking at all these tag teams. It literally looks like WWE just went, okay, 
here are the good wrestlers, here are the shit wrestlers, we'll pick one and one from each and match them up, and we'll have an even women's division. Yay! Basically. Because uh, every single way. one of them has a, has a fucking shithead on their team. Uh, just so you don't miss miss out on this experience, he only did it the first time. But Bailey is not booked for WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he only wow. did it the first time. But we we talked about it, and there's probably going to be something happening. That's that somebody else's. Finally. Yes, somebody else's. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. We're getting it at WrestleMania, albeit we have to deal with Logan Paul at ringside. But we'll take it yeah. the way we can get it. I was asking him about that because the graphic on the highlights showed that, and I was like, uh, why? Because Vince McMahon found out what YouTube celebrities are. That's all. Sure. So he's just going to be ringside, and uh, are, his, uh, are his cameramen going to be ringside as well? I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if that's a joke or not. I know nothing about Logan Paul. 100% nothing, except that he's boxed a couple times. Man, um, also, have they referred to the NXT story at all? Like, no, are they it's, saying it's this? all it's all been about Sammy's conspiracy. I mean, they really only started this like three weeks ago because another guy had a spot on the card. But nah. they, it's kind of been on the back burner. But it's at WrestleMania. Even if they get ten minutes, they're gonna go bananas. Yeah, no, I'm sure they're gonna do great because they know each other so well. Um, I want to pick Sammy, but I feel like Kevin Owens needs it more. So four points on Kevin Owens. Oh, you went tame. Uh... Uh, witness oh. KO for 13. I have KO for nine. Rich has Sammy for 11. And I destroyed his, I destroyed his being on that because I was like, Rich, you do know that Logan Paul is going to probably like knock out Sammy Zayn and the conspiracy continues and KO stuns Logan Paul. Right. And then he just couldn't talk anymore. <laughs> so uh, Thanks. I, I was worried about Logan Paul being in his like side to help him out. But yeah, I guess I didn't see that angle too, but oh, I mean, sorry, that- I give a shit about Logan Paul. That could be a thing. Like, I, like you are bringing it up. He didn't counteract with that. But, yeah, they made him sign Logan Paul for, like, a couple months, and he helped Sami Zayn win. Sure. That could happen. Sure. To, sure. Oh, yeah. But, well, I guess I should have asked this before we made the picks. Anything I need to know about as far as signings or releases or somebody going on vacation for a long time, somebody shooting a movie? Nothing confirmed. Nothing like okay. I have. I have a couple theories on a couple things, but nothing, nothing crazy that that would affect the match. Like the Bailey thing I was referencing, I think that they're gonna have a Becky Lynch surprise return and her just beat up Bailey. Like then that's like a WrestleMania moment. That's about. Where's it. two other? Uh, where's Charlotte? Uh, Charlotte uh, had a uh, had COVID, and they had to pull her out of the Mania build. Also. Her fiance Andrade finally got released by the company, and there was some uh, some controversy around that because uh, when she was originally uh, diagnosed with COVID, WWE said she was pregnant, and she's not. So it's been a whole mess. There's still a chance that she does get added somewhere, but as of right now, she's a healthy scratch. Okay. Because that's what you want to do. Your best fucking women's wrestler for WrestleMania is healthy scratcher. Um, smart, WWE. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, I much less care about, but uh, who was the one with women's right? Lacey Evans. She's legitimately pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're bringing it back full circle. All right. Yeah. The, the, the media match is going to be Lacey was going to be Asuka at Elimination Chamber and defend the title against Charlotte with Ric Flair in Lacey's corner. 
but then Lacey Evans got legitimately pregnant and they basically blamed it on Ric Flair and then they both just left TV at the same time. <laughs> okay. That's so, yeah, great. You, All right. You've missed some you missed some crazy things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Awesome. Like 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 the intro to this next match, uh United States Championship, Sheamus uh against the champion Riddle who now comes out with animated birds. <laughs> yeah. And did I see he gets pyro for kicking his sandals off? He's always had that since he got debuted on the main roster. He also has a scooter. Never... He also has a scooter. He also uh, botches backstage legitimately, and they just leave it in on purpose now. Uh, and Seamus's new gimmick is Rocky's boxing trainer. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Um, fuck, this is a lot more points. Why did I do this? Uh, I mean, you get pyro for kicking your sandals off, so riddle for 12 yeah, that's it's unanimous with everybody so don't you're, you're fine you're, you're the most uh, okay you're the most points on it but it's unanimous okay uh the intercontinental championship defended in a nigerian drum fight biggie defending against apollo cruz come on you get you gotta know my first question is what the fuck is a nigerian drum fight this topa even <laughs> this topa you know uh, Toby hasn't been in the country since this has been announced, I believe. <laughs> so he has no idea. <laughs> I felt very awkward talking about this match without Tope, and I still feel it. All right. Uh, probably just no DQ, street fight, falls count anywhere. Like, it's basically a no rules match. Uh, so not like a drumline battle where they're just pointing each other. No, they only got Bad Bunny and Logan Paul. They didn't get any cannons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big E for five? I don't. I guess he's better at Nigerian drum fights. I, well, you fuck? know, so so Apollo is now at like a Nigerian American heel. Like he's got an accent. He comes out with like a sword. So like it's his match. Everyone still has Big E except for Wynn has Apollo because he thinks this is the way that Big E gets pushed on to the main title picture. But yeah, it's probably not. Yeah. No. No. Uh, as of right now, with no gimmick associated with it whatsoever, uh, the burnt fiend Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. The bur- he got burned? I saw that Randy Orton threw uh, gasoline on him, but it was never lit, uh, according no, to the highlights. Back at TLC, he got, like, burnt, and he's been off the Oh, TV. so that's the new mask and the new... Yeah, that's, that's his new look, is he's like a burnt guy. Okay. Um... For two reasons, we're gonna beat him again. No, I have Randy Orton for six. Wow! Well, there's our there's a unanimous change because everyone else has the fiend. I before watching the highlights, before watching the highlights, I was gonna pick the fiend. Um, but number one, Randy Orton just got over last show. Uh, no, was it? No, the fiend went over. The fiend's, the fiend's been going back. Has been going over for a while. Yeah, so the fiend went over. So that's why I was like, all right. So that goes towards Randy Orton, and then just like, man, I don't know. I, like, I, you think I have actual analysis on this shit? But no, I, like, we saw the same fucking match in Tampa, Orlando. Which which Orlando. WrestleMania was it? Bugs With the fucking bugs and some stupid shit. Um, Randy Orton always seems to fucking win the ones that nobody gives a shit about or, like, 
can see him winning. And again, like I said, he just the fiend just went over. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. All right, this is painful. You can stop. <laughs> you don't have to try. Uh, this is one of no, the- maybe Alexa just has a change of heart and she gets cured and she's no longer a fucking fiend uh, sure. puppet or whatever she is. Sure. I'm eight. So I have the fiend for 13 because I think Randy Orton's going to take some time <laughs> off. Uh, me and especially Rich think this is going to be the kayfabe write-off of Randy Orton because he thinks that the fiend is going to somehow murder him. <laughs> oh, this is the one? He's insistent that we'll never see Randy Orton again after this. <laughs> He only put two points on it, but he's had a he's coughing up black goop. Uh, like they're both threatening to kill each other in promos. Basically, they're both saying like, in order to end this, like you have to die. So you gotta pay it off, I guess. I'm just sad we're not getting a Firefly Funhouse Randy Orton match. That's all. Yeah. With John Cena <sighs> in the house, but we'll see. It ain't gonna be long. Whatever it is. I mean, and I'm sure it's going to be fucking batshit insane. i just curious to see how they use Alexa. And I guess that whole just them getting over, I was like, well, the go-home show, normally the person who goes over is not the one that wins. And I can totally see Bray Wyatt losing another fucking main event match. You're the right kind of pervert to ask this. Uh, did you happen to catch how Alexa Bliss pinned Randy Orton at Elimination Chamber? Or Fastlane, I mean. No, I can Google uh, it. Yeah, she, she straddled him, and I thought you'd appreciate it. And Randy Orton's wife got pissed. <laughs> she got pissed at a pin? Hold on. I mean, I mean, if, if it's, I mean, wouldn't you get pissed if you were a wife of a wrestler and Alexa Bliss straddled your husband unnecessarily to pin him? I mean, but oh, oh okay. <laughs> I want to wrestle. Hey man, DDP started late. You can get going. This is the only time I've been jealous of Randy Orton. Can you fit a rig in that in that in your room? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It is a little creepy that the burnt uh, fiend is standing right behind her, though. So it's like, yeah, it's not ideal. Get, yeah, it's not ideal. Like, I mean, whatever. But you're not gonna turn it down. Hey, Alexa Bliss is gonna straddle you, but you have a burnt Power Rangers villain standing behind you. Yeah, okay, I'm in. You God. know, you know, I'll still, I'll still, I'll still perform. Uh, Raw Women's Championship match uh oscar defending against rhea ripley uh shit same with this um actually now i'm a little more worried uh seven points on rhea uh i feel like rhea is the one that needs to have the belt but rhea going against my entire theory of why i picked randy orton rhea was the last one to go over um but I, man, Rhea, Rhea just looks like a fucking monster. She can, and especially this whole shit, I didn't even know, this whole shit going on with Charlotte, if they lose Charlotte somehow, Rhea's going to probably have to be the next one that steps into her place with that with that frame, body type, all that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, we basically, uh, Widden still picked Oscar. I'm realizing now that Widden's uh, on his own as of right now on one, two, three, four matches. That's fun. Uh but yeah, they don't give a fuck about Asuka. She's just been there by proxy because Becky's been gone as champion. So Rhea's the new flavor. Yeah. And... Ever since Asuka, Asuka, when she first came in the company, she was undefeated for a while, no? Like yeah. A year? She, yeah. Well, in NXT alone, two years, and then they kept her on the main roster undefeated for about like eight or nine months. 
So she was undefeated for like three, almost three years. And then once she lost, it was just all shit from there. Oh yeah, it's just like the floodgates have opened. She started losing to Carmella because of James Ellsworth. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like it was just like, well, fuck this. So, uh, finally, your main event, Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns defending against Daniel Bryan and Edge. So this one I'm super confused about. Um, three points on Roman. Um, not to bury the lead. Uh, I feel like they and they and again I, I don't watch so I could be way off but I feel like they just threw Daniel Bryan in here because nobody really gave a shit about Edge and Roman Reigns so they're just like let me add something else in there um, I wh- why are you shoehorning shoehorn yeah that's right yeah. why 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 are you shoehorning somebody into the fucking main event match a week before it happens. Well, he's been, it's been a few more weeks since he's been added. He's been added basically since Fastlane. The pay-per-view was like three or four weeks ago. And people pretty much knew it was happening since Elimination Chamber when he got screwed out of that match. Uh, there's a few theories. Number one, Edge looks really old. <laughs> and, like, it just, like, the aesthetic of it looked better with Daniel Bryan. Number two, uh, there's somebody there now to eat the pin because Daniel Bryan is definitely not winning either Roman or Edge are winning and the other person can be strong by pinning Daniel Bryan. Number three, they, I think, are really, really concerned, and this is a hilarious concept, with Roman Reigns getting cheered out of his goddamn mind <laughs> because <laughs> he's so fucking great as the tribal chief that if you have Daniel Bryan there, he was counteracted as, like, the pure babyface. They already turned Edge, essentially. Edge is like a tweener, more so leaning on the heel side. And Roman is a pure, pure heel. But that doesn't mean they're going to get the desired reaction because it's a Roman Reigns-WrestleMania match. Yeah, but you can still end it with Roman Reigns winning. And if you legitimately get a cheer, like, hey, you know, it is what it is. Like, The Rock was a fucking fantastic heel that got cheers and laughs and people loved it. Like, you don't need booze. They don't think that's the same reason why they broke. Uh, why people are theorizing that they broke up the hurt business is the hurt business. Hurt business made Bobby Lashley look cool, so you break them up and like people are, are less likely to cheer Bobby Lashley and cheer Drew McIntyre like they're supposed to. So they're trying to do a little bit of that rich, richest favorite four dimensional chess with it. Um, everyone has Roman Reigns. Uh, rich and I are insistent that Roman Reigns should not lose his title until like two manias from now. Because uh, he's got, he's still got to beat the Rock to become the official head of the table next year. Uh, so yeah, so but I like your pick better than my six points or Rich's five points or wins nine points because they still could do the Edge finally did it moment of coming back and whatnot. So. I guess, but yeah, I to be honest with you, like I, it, for me, it was between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. I didn't see Edge doing it again. Like I mean. Like you mentioned, he's old, and I was like, he, he has nothing left to prove. He's won how many championships now? Uh, eleven or twelve, too many. Yeah. He doesn't need to. Like he's he's having a good time just being on the show, and he's back. Let him fucking enjoy that. To me, it was like, are they gonna do this shit with Daniel Bryan again, where he kind of has to work his way or fight multiple people? Like the first time he won the championship, didn't he have to like he, he had to win? Two matches in one night, wasn't it? Yeah, he beat Triple H in the opener, and then he beat Orton and Batista in the main event. Yeah, it's like, do you always have to make him the underdog and fucking, you know, at this point? So, eh, whatever. That's why I want Roman Reigns. Plus, I guess Roman Reigns has been killing it. Oh, yeah. 
I love that these might somehow be your most lucid and best picks of all time. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, I thought I wrote these in Tope's column and I talked to Tope. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the Orton thing. And if Randy Orton, I think officially, if you lose because of Orton, Orton becomes like your guy that always fucks you out of picks. Because it's been a solid 11 years of just him just sticking it in you real slow like. Fair enough, but if but if Rich's theory is true and Orton loses and we never see him again, it's a win-win. Hey man, it's a win. It's a fucking win. I'll take it. Oh, thank you so much for joining me, Augie. Anything you want to plug? Nope. Reporting live from the hockey office. No man, I I mean, our podcast is more luckily international. So if you happen to be in the Miami area and. We're doing free hockey this Saturday for any kids that want to try it out, and that's what I've been busting my ass on and growing. But, uh, yeah, man, got fucking nothing else to plug. I'm only doing hockey. That's my whole life right now. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You're living your dream. Yeah, it's like fucking a, awesome. Like Universal Studios Beetlejuice performer. You're living their dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get over to Spencer's picks before we wrap this long-ass pick'em podcast up. Ruby Riot for 14. And we are all done with Augie, so now let's get to the man who possibly has watched less wrestling than Augie on the build to WrestleMania. Joining me in Chicago is Spencer. What's going on? That's right. I believe uh, the last time I watched WWE was uh, one full year ago at last year's WrestleMania. Uh, I have been keeping up with AEW, though. That's been my, my wrestling of choice uh, it, recently. Uh, yes, you, your texts in our Swoggle Squad group have been so fun as you've been like reliving 2020. And now, are you basically caught up? I am caught up. I've, I've missed the last couple of weeks due to work and laziness. Sure. But uh, yeah, essentially just all caught up. Wonderful. I honestly thought you were going to sort me in there first. Like, I have not watched WWE since No Way Out 2004. <laughs> like, <laughs> just something like totally off the fucking wall. Um, so you will be the, the last person that I get pickums for, because if you're listening okay. to this spoiler, I, I'm, I, I need to get this up tonight and I'm not going to get Tope in Mexico's thoughts. So what I'd like to do is I reference this with Augie and Augie changed a little bit of the 14 matches. We currently have four that are unanimous picks only four of the 14 i like to see if you could identify okay. which of those four are uh and then do you, you, mean, you just, as we go or do you want me to just yeah do i just like snipe them right now uh you can snipe them right now screw it let's let's do it that way there's no way that this will maintain with me there's just gotta <laughs> be no way well here, here's we made here, here's the first one that's probably okay here's the first one i've uh Probably Strowman over Shane. That is one. Okay. All right. What about Fiend over Orton? That is not one. <laughs> you you yes, should yes. be you should be correct. <laughs> I will tell uh, <laughs> fucked you up on that one. That's all I want. Okay, say. okay. Yeah. Uh maybe maybe uh Oh boy! Other than that, it's a little iffy, honestly, for me. I, I, if you want, if you pressed me, I would say KO over Sammy. You would also be incorrect about that one. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And if I had to pick a fourth one, I, I, the one I'm more confident, uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. That you so two out of four ain't bad. Okay. Two out of four okay. is pretty good. Uh, let's see what you actually have. We'll start. Uh, we're gonna go night one, then night two. So night let's one, the tag turmoil 
match to determine the number one contenders for the women's tag title, Naomi and Lana, the Riot Squad, Dana and Mandy, and Natty and Tamina. Who do you have? Now, you know I'm a Ruby Riot, Mark. So, yep. but honestly, in this match, it feels like a, come on, it's got to be them this time, right? I'm so, so you worried me when you did that that preamble. I was like, if he breaks our <laughs> predictions of him, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> yeah, I've got Riot Squad for eleven. Whoa, I'm just okay, looking around. No, that's a lot of points <laughs> for that. I gotta I gotta put my money where my mouth is, dog. I I was the previous highest point total for that match at four. Awesome. <laughs> and you do make what, the right who squad. else could win? I mean uh, dude, Natty is always throwing a wrench in. Yeah. yeah. Every team has been picked. Every team has been picked. Okay. Good, yeah, so good. Okay. So you, you and Rich are the majority having picked the Riot Squad. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I mean, you could be paired up with Augie, so you should feel a little bit better that you're paired up with Rich. Yeah, yeah if I had to pick, yeah, I'd rather have, yeah, Rich's, I'd, I'd rather share Rich's opinions. Yeah. Witten picked Tamina. Like, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, Tamina is like, no, but like, Natalia is always like getting stuff that I don't expect her to get because for some reason I'm just biased against her, but when I shouldn't be. Yeah. There's a, I referenced it briefly on the podcast, but I'll, you'll get dig this. So Paul Heyman's been killing it on talking smack every week, just like cutting amazing promos on whoever the guest is. And he basically bitched out yeah. Natty and Tamina for complaining about not having a spot on the card yet. And he's like, if your father was here, Natty, he'd be so mad. And he looks at me and goes, I won't even say what your father would have done. And she just gives a look like <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You can't shoot that hard on WWE TV. Heyman don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I mean, of all people, like, yeah, why would he? Yeah, and he, he like he's probably friends with Snooka, ECW, poor shit. You know, like, she's probably like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He means something else. It's like, no, nah, he uh, doesn't. Uh, Raw <laughs> Tag Team Championship. The New Day, Kofi and Xavier Woods defending against AJ Styles and Omas. Look, man, I love uh, Edward James almost in uh, Battlestar Galactica. Sometimes you got to roll the hard six, my man. I got AJ and almost for five. I'm shocked that you're the first person to make an Edward James almost almost reference. Dude, are you kidding? You got to stand by me, man. Come on. <laughs> as long as you stand in the liver, we're I, good. Because I, I was like, oh, man, New Day's you know, on fire. But I assume Biggie's not part of that you know, equation. Is that right? Is it just... Yeah, so Biggie is the Intercontinental Champion on SmackDown, right. and then just the other two on Raw. So that's how they split them up while they're still together. So I feel like like I don't know much about Omos. All I know is he's like a big bastard, right? Yeah, he's like seven two. Okay, and then AJ is AJ. So I'm like, well, fucking. Yeah. It, it's kind of the same logic of like, well, the Big Show's gonna win the Rumble, yeah. right? Well, this <laughs> is Omos's first match on TV, and this match is happening because Triple H turned down an AJ Styles match, so he just really doesn't want to work this year. <laughs> That's what okay. it means. <laughs> uh, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins is next. This one, man, throws me for a loop because I mean, I, I won't put the cart before the horse. I picked Rollins for nine. Okay. Because it feels like Rollins just wins at WrestleMania. It's what he does. But boy, I'd love for Cesaro to win. I'd love for him to get a push. I mean, I'm sure he's been being pushed to get to this point, but sure. I don't know. It'd be cool to get a victory over Rollins at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm the only one that took Cesaro, and I took him for one. Everybody else is like, nah, it's Seth. Six, nine, yeah. ten, thirteen. And <laughs> you guys aren't wrong. I just, with what I have coming later on, I think that the baby face more so should win. But yeah, Seth's like six and two in Mania. I'm a fucking idiot is what it is. Okay, sure. 
Uh, next, Damian Priest and Bad Bunny against The Miz and John Morrison. Bad Bunny is like a, a big star, right? Like He won a Grammy like a month and a half ago. That's awesome, man. Good for him. I don't know shit about any new music at all. Yep. Uh, cool. That's cool. Uh, I just assume he, he's just been getting his like, he, he's been kind of getting done dirty, right? At WWE, I, I mean. No, I, I think it's been a good partnership. He's been getting done dirty by like people well, like Sorry, us, what like, I mean is by, yeah. <laughs> what I mean is like by, by like the Miz and Morrison. Uh, recently, like been the past two like, weeks. Yeah, yeah, he okay, took a guitar okay. to the back so, and so then I'm they like, beat up his Bugatti and then like that jumped in. Yes. Okay, so there you go. So like, I feel like he's had like he's done a lot for WWE in terms of exposure to people who may don't know about it. So yeah. I feel like though, like this would be like the last thing to do with him, maybe, and just you know have him send him off like good vibes. Mm-hmm. So that's your. Pick so I got how many points? Yeah, for twelve. Twelve. And Damian so, yeah, Priest, that- like I don't care about Damian Priest, but uh, man, they're big on him. Yeah, I mean, the, putting him in this spot, like. And he's been fine so far. Like he hasn't done anything to screw it up yet. Uh, so this is one of the four unanimous matches. You're the first person to not put all 14 points on it. I will tell you. Okay. It's okay. The celebrity match. And we talked about it briefly. Like, yeah, it's not for us, but I give him all the respect in that he's been promoting this like crazy. He's been to the performance center apparently every day when he's not oh, on man. TV or doing something. Cause he just loves this and wants to be good at it. That rules. Good for him, so, man. Yeah. Cause I, I yeah. know he didn't he like wear his belt to like his SNL uh, yeah. performance. Yeah. Yeah. I got, yeah. I mean, respect. I got, I got nothing bad to say about him. It's a lot better than the other celebrity that's coming up uh, later on. Uh, okay. that you probably don't even know about. <laughs> nope. I didn't, I don't think I included it. He's not like in a match, but like he'll be ringside for a match. Terrell Owens. <laughs> uh, I can see a couple similarities. Um, okay. Okay. S- steel cage match. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. This, I mean, this is Strowman shouldn't lose ever so i have him for 14 points here yes braun is the other unanimous pick i've scared the shit out of everybody throughout this podcast reminding them that the whole point of this thing has been that oh braun is like stupid shane's calling him so like he could very easily throw shane off the top of the cage which means shane wins because i've done that before sure they shouldn't and nobody thinks that they will but there's gotta be one I always forget this, thing that happens. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool if he did get thrown off the cage, though. <laughs> Maybe after the match, just like he drags his carcass up there and just hurls him. That would actually be great. He purposely pins him, then drags him up, then throws him off. What's the rules <laughs> yeah. if they have like one of those giant stunt man like balloon things? Like if does that count? <laughs> like if they just blow that up and he lands like, on it? He didn't actually touch the floor, so yeah. That's <laughs> what you do. That. You throw Shane off. Then you, you from the top of the cage, you drop an elbow on him, and then you roll off the landing pad and win. <laughs> I was going to say you wait for it to deflate just because oh, of the God. weight of Braun. <laughs> it's like, let's keep the show rolling. Uh, get uh, get uh, get Riddle out there. So let's move this along. <laughs> uh, well, now we're recording this Thursday. Uh, we've Other, day, other days, th- Tuesday and Wednesday when we were recording, uh, now, I don't know if this is not going to be the main event or not. So originally, it was seeming like Lashley and Drew was the main event, but Sasha is saying otherwise. So that could totally fuck up picks. SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks defending against Bianca Belair. That's tough. I don't know what you what you put in the in the main event slot. They're both they both are probably going to be awesome matches. Yes. This this one in terms of like optics, I think it'd be 
better for WWE to have like two black women be like, you know, the main event. I think that'd be a good look for them, you know, but regardless, this is a tough one. I picked Sasha for 10 here only because I could see them wanting to have a longer, maybe like a longer build between the two of them. Sure. You know, like, don't, don't just like give Bianca the title right now. Like she's obviously destined to have the title. She doesn't necessarily need it right now. Maybe I, I don't know. No, you nailed it. This is definitely, I think, our our biggest difference. So the split is three to two. Bianca is the favorite right now. Yeah, uh, your I, it was analysis. Close. I respect her. Yeah, your analysis is spot on in that either match is worthy of the main event. Everyone after the rumble was like Bianca and Sasha should main event one of the nights, and they've had like just one of the shittiest stories, unfortunately, leading up to Ugh. this, where like they've been partners and they fight Nia and Shane every week, and they keep losing, and they're kind of angry at each other. And that's okay. about it. So a lot of the bloom has been off the rose, whereas Lashley has been crushing it. Sure. And that's why people want that. But I, I hope they go with this last because like you said, the history of it and the moment is, is huge. I yeah, do I mean, think this isn't it. Oh yeah. Oh, they're going to Sasha Banks, in a, is a this is her first one-on-one match at mania. Man. I'm terrified of this is like, she's like the <laughs> female Kota Ibushi to me. And like, what the <laughs> fuck is she going to do? <laughs> right. Right. So I don't even want to know. Uh, and then okay. uh, the, the presumed main event, possibly still the WWE Championship, Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre. So this one, I went back and forth on this one. I, I ended up going Lashley for four. Now, the reason I did that is because I, I was doing a little bit of reading on on some of the buildups of storylines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems like McIntyre has been kind of disrespecting Lashley a little bit in terms of like, okay, yeah, I mean, I beat Lesnar for the title. You beat what? The Miz? Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, boy, it'd be pretty sweet if like Lashley was like, let's put a fucking nail in that coffin. I'm going to beat your ass. It's so again, this is another three, two split. Drew is the favorite, but you and Widen each have Lashley. And there's a lot of people that are on that train because of how good he's been. It would suck to go transitional champion, transitional champion back to Drew. Yeah. Him getting that crowd moment is worth it. But at the same time, oh man, like what do you do with Lashley? I mean, they just split the hurt business off because they're worried Lashley's been so good that he's going to get a positive reaction versus Drew. This okay. is definitely one of the biggest toss-ups, besides the fact that Rich put I just noticed Rich put 12 points on Drew McIntyre and that boggles my mind. Wow. Uh, but the rest of us are all like the four or five-ish range on this. I didn't even consider what you just said about like like McIntyre won at WrestleMania last year to nobody. So yeah. do they want to kind of make good for him a little bit? I didn't even consider that angle of it. And it also depends on, so they're not purposely having a pre-show. They're just starting with night one because they're doing the pre-show, which is the arm bar and the SmackDown tag title on SmackDown tomorrow. So oh, the wow. first person out of the curtain is like going to be a big deal. And to me, that's going to probably be either Drew and Lashley or mm. Bianca and Sasha. Okay. So whichever one, which, whichever one, as soon as that hits, I would bet dollars that I know what the results of both matches are. Whoever okay. main events, right. I think the title changes. But okay. I like that you right. you kind of, I like that you kind of uh like you pick both champions to retain so that's also smart in that it's 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 cautious because you didn't put a lot of points on average between the two. Yeah, yeah. Also, I didn't. Which, I don't. I I, I just kind of was like, I like this person better, and then and then it's like, oh, they're the champion. Okay, cool. <laughs> hey, <laughs> to, man. to be totally like <laughs> that. 
has won more pickums than anything Tope and I have ever done. One hundred percent. Well, we'll jump over to night two, the women's tag team championship. So your match is the Riot Squad versus Naya and Shayna. That's right, and you know I gotta go with my girls, Riot Squad. The, although I will be saying I, I only put two points on this. Good, because I'm not like a total fool. <laughs> You went with your heart, I mean, but then your brain popped up a little bit. Exactly. I mean, Shayna Baszler, at the end of the day, is still Shayna Baszler. Yes. Uh, you know, and, I mean, and Nia Jack is, you know, whatever. Like, she's not bad, but, you know, uh, who cares? In the past four months, Shayna Baszler has legitimately knocked out, like, a bunch of Asuka's teeth. And oh, God. Nia, yeah, and gave her a concussion. This is, like, four weeks ago. What the and, fuck? Uh, and Nia so she's Jack's, perfect for Nia. Yeah, and Nia Jax landed on her asshole. And blew up the Jesus. internet. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's, yeah, yeah. that's right. Jeez, so, they, should yeah, they, have, they should be called the Hurt Business. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they really should. Oh, fuck. That's, yeah, they should be so mad. Oh, uh, you guys can be like the, the four horsemen. <laughs> We're the Hurt <laughs> Business. God damn. Uh, Naya and Shayna are the the unanimous, uh, not the unanimous. They're the uh, they're the fa- favorite. Overwhelming, but again, not yeah. Allowed, yeah. Just people are playing it safe. I went with Naomi and Lana, uh, and I've been raked over the coals for it enough. <laughs> Finally, at WrestleMania, Kevin Owens Man. versus Sami Zayn with uh, at ringside with Sami Zayn, Logan Paul, the YouTuber. Yes, isn't he like? Wasn't he the one that went to the fucking Japanese suicide forest and like filmed a bunch of dead people? Yep. And now he's what a f- boxer. He- <laughs> you mean a dog, right? <laughs> he transitioned to becoming a literal animal, like fucking that's the such, lobster. That's such a great old timey joke. You mean the dog, right? Hey. <laughs> uh, so Surely story- you don't mean he's a tough guy. The story has been Sammy's still rocking this conspiracy thing. He's coming up with this documentary. So like, you know, for the internet clout, he invited Logan Paul to SmackDown. They had such a good time that he invited him to, to WrestleMania as well, even so, though Logan So this Paul is the quote-unquote like quote celebrity. Yeah, for night two. This is the celebrity for night two. Boy, is is WWE really... And I'm not even... I don't even mean this as like a slight. Like, are they really gunning for like the younger, like Gen Z crowd? Sure. This is the most on the pulse they've had for celebrities in a very long time. Like, because yeah, usually, I see Bad Bunny, I see Logan Paul. I'm like, that doesn't do anything for me. Right. But... Like, usually at WrestleMania, the celebrities would be like somebody from five years. So it'd be like Lord and like Ken Bone. Like, man, I would pop so hard for Ken Bone. <laughs> Just like, right. what do you do? Give, give Ken Bone the 24 7 title. Fuck man, yeah, dude. He could he could do like the the Pete Rose spot or whatever. He just gets sure. like, you know, choke slams. I was gonna oh leave tickets. For, he's gonna do the Pete Rose promo. I was gonna leave tickets for a pregnant lady, but she couldn't <laughs> bend over to pick him up. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, despite all this, there's still gonna be a Kevin Owens Sami Zayn match at least. So, uh, what's your pick yeah. for this one? Yeah, I mean, I've got Kevin Owens here for you know because I know Sami's been doing this conspiracy thing. And, and KO, I think is, is, I don't know if he's uh, described as, if I would describe him as white hot necessarily, because I haven't been watching, but mm-hmm. I, I think he's, I, I think Kevin Owens is a guy that can fall back on to like put on a good pan. Was he the one that did the fucking match with the handcuffs against Roman? Yes. When, the handcuffs... when, he, when, he, when he went through that golf cart? Yes, he was. <laughs> was that, wait, what was, I, I watched that. What was that? Was that? That was the rumble. That was the rumble. Okay. So I've seen, the, oh, I'm, I'm fucking up to date then, dude. I've seen <laughs> WWE like three months ago. I'm good. You've missed nothing. Anyway, You're fine. <laughs> I've got Kevin for eight. Kevin for eight. 
Yeah. Uh, this is not unanimous. Rich took Sammy for 11, and I immediately destroyed his soul when I told him exactly what I think is going to happen. All right. Is, which is Logan Paul gets tired of Sammy's shit, punches him, helps KO win, and then KO gives him a stunner like Steve Austin afterwards to make everybody happy. I was, yeah, the minute you said that, I was thinking of like, oh, like Tyson turned on, you know, uh, HBK or whatever. And yeah, sure. Although I don't think Tyson got a stunner. That'd been pretty sick, though. No, yeah, no. Tyson's people were like, no, 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 no. I think it actually <laughs> was brought up, which is, which is intriguing. Uh, US title, Riddle defending against Sheamus. Is he just going by Riddle now? Yes, because even even somebody with the name as simplistic as Matt Riddle gets his first name taken away. I, I will say my girlfriend has been every every once in a while been watching AEW with me. And mm-hmm. every time like Brian Cage shows I'm, I'm always like I'm always pumped. I'm like, oh the fucking Brian Cage, like big fucking dude, you know. But his his Titan Tron or whatever the fuck, it's like Brian Cage. And so she's like <laughs> she's like Brian. <laughs> A fucking wrestler named Brian. <laughs> so like Bobby I, Heenan making fun of the Hart family. <laughs> what kind of a name is Bruce? <laughs> uh, so I Augie's, guess I get a you know. Yeah, Augie's sister did that uh, a while back when like uh, Augie would just pull up wrestlers' real names and she'd be like, "Oh my god, he's so hot!" And he's like, "Oh yeah, CM Punk's real name's Phil Brooks." She's like, "Ew!" <laughs> like, <it's funny. laughs> First names change it all. Although, if you saw Matt Riddle, you wouldn't be like. Oh, that's Riddle, of course. Like when you yeah. think of Riddle, you think of like the fucking Zodiac. Yeah. Oh, there's been so many great like lethal lottery ideas throughout this podcast. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> Matt Riddle being a stoner dummy Zodiac is the best thing ever. <laughs> I killed him, I guess. I don't know. Do you want chicken nuggets? Yes. Wait, no. Yes. <laughs> no. Fuck. I, I should also tell you that they've basically fully RVD'd Riddle. He he drives a scooter all the time. Uh, when he does his sandal flip, bur- animated birds shoot out with the pyro. It's, what? They kept a, b- a blatant botch of his in. Like he's doing a backstage with Asuka and it was pre-taped. And he's like, oh, I forgot my line. I'm sorry. And he just drives off and they kept it on Raw. Just because they're like, <laughs> it fits Riddle. He's an idiot. <laughs> That's funny that he drove off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. A- anyway, I- I've got Seamus for seven. Come on. Like. <laughs> that was a unanimous one until right there for real oh, man i mean like i i get it oh he's a champion isn't he huh whatever yeah. <laughs> i'm just saying seamus is like a former fucking heavyweight champion or whatever the, i don't know seamus has been crushing it lately him and drew yeah? have been beating the fuck out of each other seamus been putting on like match of the night every single time he's out so fuck yeah dude you this could be his reward is like hey you've been doing good work here's your title because yeah. riddle wasn't supposed to have it anyway this is supposed to be keith lee but keith and, oh wow so uh, according What's to keith lee is he injured is he out injury nobody knows it's like a medical thing and it's being very okay. very vague all right well and, i hope he's cool because i'd love to see keith lee in fucking wrestlemania yeah, uh, he's gonna be on like the watch along for NXT tonight. So like, okay. like they're like hiding him, like sequestering him somewhere. Okay. I think he might have something more serious they just don't want attention to. That's and uh-huh. that's honestly kind of what I prefer as opposed to like, yeah, keep my fatty off the show. You know, like <laughs> what people thought it was at first, but no, it, they actually might be taking care of him. So okay, all right. The Intercontinental Title defended in a Nigerian drum fight. I'm so fucking excited for this. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck a Nigerian drum fight is, but I am so ready, dude. Nobody does. It's just Vince McMahon finally found out Black Panther, as Rich said, and they gave (laughs) uh, Apollo Crews an accent, and we're we're for it. 
literally i'm going down the polo i'm like writing down the i'm like doing it by hand for once and i'm like okay steel cage match all right championship match all right four-way you know tag title thing all right cool nigerian drum match (laughs) okay like i i like perked up i was like let's fucking go (laughs) absolutely the biggest travesty of this podcast history is that this is the one match that Tope doesn't get to do on a Pickums. It's he's gonna be so mad. I don't even think I don't even think he knows this is this became a thing. I think he was already out of the country. I can't even imagine what this is. What I'm not even gonna try because I'll be disappointed no matter what. So I'm just gonna be like, right. let's just go in and this is just gonna be a bunch of drums that they hit each other with. Like, I don't even know, man. It's it probably good. It's first gonna person, just be a street know. fight with it's, it's just gonna be a street fight with some Nigerian things. Probably. But <laughs> sure, right, right, right. I'm still kinda for it. Um or like whatever Vince thinks Nigerian things are, like a didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> That's Nigerian, right? Uh I've got I've got Big E here for six. Okay. I I just think I really, I, I'm like, as I'm analyzing my picks, I really did do, I took the fucking, the Big Show wins the Rumble theory to the max. I was like, oh, Biggie's a big guy. He'll win. Yeah. Like, hey, so I picked him. That works. Uh, not unanimous. Although, Wouldn't pick I, Apollo because he thinks uh, Apollo's going to be, uh, Biggie's going to move on to bigger and better things. Uh, oh, interesting. We'll the, the, we're kind of all over the place okay. of points here. Rich went as high as 13. I picked Biggie for two. Like, so we're kind of all over the place. Wow. Yeah, I'm fairly in the middle on that one. Yeah. Speaking of all over the place, the fiend, the burnt fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Now, do we know if there's going to be bugs or not? (laughs) Everyone's asked about bugs. Uh, So it's not a it's not advertised as like a Firefly Funhouse or anything. This is supposed to just be like a straight up match. We've all been theorizing like how do they one up bugs? We've said actual bugs. Rich is convinced someone's going to get beheaded. <laughs> uh, like, it's Whoa! Nice. It's not who you think either. Damn, dude. I feel like... <laughs> the ref. Uh, I've, I've got The Fiend for 13 here. Yep. Um, man, when I, when I found out... Because I knew he got burnt alive, and I really should go back and watch that. I think that's pretty sick. And then I found out that he, he came back. He made his re-debut or whatever the fuck. And he's like all burnt up now. I think that's so fucking sweet. It's it's a pretty cool look. Uh, you specifically should see the fiend on fire running into the ring to take an RKO in the coolest spot in wrestling history. <laughs> like without question. Like you can't just shut it down. Just like, shut Christ. it the fuck down. Uh, I also have the fiend for thirteen. Uh, Rich is the fiend for two. Rich is convinced this is the kayfabe murder of randy orton he thinks we'll never see randy orton again he thinks this is how they write randy orton into retirement and uh augie's an idiot and pick randy orton I, I did have the thought like he's been around for a long time sure i was like it feels like he's having some fun recently so maybe maybe i don't know it's he's kind of had like his best year ever and like maybe this is like his crescendo is putting right. his head in a guillotine like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it'd so it'd be so dope. Uh Raw Women's Championship, uh Asuka defending against Rhea Ripley. This is hard, man. I I'll say I went with Rhea for three. Okay. I mean Asuka, yeah, she has the chance, but like boy, I just don't know anymore, man. The 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 minute that they had her go from undefeated in NXT for the longest time 
or fucking ever. Like the longest streak besides like fucking Andre, San Martino Andre and uh, <laughs> who's the other guy? Fuck sure. Yeah. Who, who's that guy? Like the Puerto Rican guy that never gets the love. Pedro Morales. Yeah, it's it's like them. That's it. And then Oscar. Anyway, uh, ever since they had her lose a show at WrestleMania, I'm kind of like, Whoop, I don't know if they uh, like her as much as I do or as much as they should. So, and and they like Rhea a lot, which is cool. I don't I don't blame them. So I don't know. Maybe this is her chance. Yeah, Oscar has been champion since, besides like a couple weeks since Becky like went out to be a mom, and like it just doesn't feel like it. <laughs> They they always do her dirt yeah. dirty. Widen still picked Oscar, but the rest of us have Rhea for a pretty significant amount of points. Okay. Your main event oh, of night geez. two WrestleMania right. Universal Championship, Roman Reigns defending against Edge and Daniel Bryan. Well, I uh I must have known Tope wasn't gonna get his picks in because I, I did pick Edge for him. Um, that is so sweet. I don't of you. know what's gonna here. <laughs> When it's a three-way match like this, anything could happen. Like for for so many different reasons. Like Edge could. I don't know. Could Edge win a championship belt one on one? I'm not not saying that like he's bad, but I'm just saying like, would they do that? I don't know. Would they have Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan? You know, not pay like like focus on each other on you know too much, and then Edge gets yeah. Like there's ways to do it. Um, I don't know. And I guess I was reading like. I know so little about Edge. Like when I started watching <laughs> wrestling, it was after he'd already retired. Yep. He is, <laughs> you know? he is a so big all I know is he had the belt. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. So all I know, he had the belt and then he got injured and dropped it. So he never got defeated. So it'd be pretty cool if he got, you know, one more shot with it or whatever. I don't know. This is very much somebody on Reddit mentioned, like, this is the WrestleMania main event that you literally never thought you'd see. Because these are three guys that literally people thought were never going to wrestle again because of injuries sure. and cancer and yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, because you you got up in your Monday Night War saying you got up to probably what, like early 98, to, maybe? Yeah, uh, it's maybe mid 98, maybe. So, like, I'm, I've seen Edge, but he's like, like, you know, he's with what's what's the fucking my vampire boys. Uh, Gangrel, the brood. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that that was a unanimous one before you picked Edge. We all have Roman Reigns. I, that's the smart pick. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, I picked Edge for one, so you know I'm not confident. Sure. No, you know, and that's it's a great pivot. I do believe the smart money for betting is not coming out, but I do believe Edge is still favored. Uh, really? I, oh. It's the last I checked, yes. Um there's so many factors here because they added Daniel Bryan basically to probably take the fall. Whoever's winning. They turned edge into like sure. a heel, basically a tweener by really focusing on Daniel Bryan and cutting edge style promos. And then you have Roman who has been like the best character in wrestling for like a year and is going to be in front of a crowd and is probably hilariously going to get cheered like Santa Claus <laughs> and get the opposite reaction they're looking for again. <laughs> so a, a heel main event mania win is not as, you know, taboo as before. Like Lesnar did it quote unquote a couple years ago. Yeah. But they have so many plans long-term for Roman that like, it makes sense to keep it going. But what's to say, like he just doesn't win it back from edge at SummerSlam, you know, in, right. in the one. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Well, no, you, there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah, you could you could do some big pickup there because we got nine, six, five all on Roman. So that one point might be a big swing. So now we have two Man. unanimous matches: Damian Priest and Bad Bunny and Braun Strowman, which definitely means one of those two things is not happening now. Uh, <laughs> it's that's one hundred percent going to happen. Well, I mean, I feel like I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like the last time I saw Shane at WrestleMania, it was like him versus Miz. And we're all like, oh, Miz for sure will win this one. And then, yeah, Shane kicked his ass. Well, I mean, he didn't kick his ass, but he threw him off the fucking whatever the fuck. You're the only person that remembers that. Everyone's like, Shane's, you know, Shane's always loses at Mania. I'm like, he literally has won his last two WrestleMania matches. <laughs> so yeah. That's, that's good for you. All right. Spencer, anything you'd like to plug as we wrap up here? Again, I said the same thing to Augie. These have, I think these are some of your best picks. You guys just stop watching and you just crush your picks. <laughs> you have it's it's more about a feeling, you know. It's like it's like when Luke Skywalker is is going in the Death Star trench and he starts to use his targeting focus, and Obi Wan's like, "No, fuck that! You got to go with your gut." And that's that's me right now. I'm Luke Skywalker. And uh, if you win, Darth Vader. If you win, it's gonna be on the back of Ruby Riot and Ruby Riot alone, and it's gonna be one of the greatest stories in Pickham's history. No, yes, exactly. Finally, like, yeah, finally did me right. The <laughs> God, the happen. payoff for that's been coming for five, six. I mean, how long is how long has it been? Uh, at years. least four or five years. I have to go back and look at every single yeah. women's rumble because you just pick her every year in the women's <laughs> rumble. It's really what it is. She's fucking great. I love her. She is. I saw her wrestle and- on the indies. Like she was like five feet away from me. Put put she she put someone in a trash can and kicked her great and they love they love Liv morgan so like yeah it makes it makes sense it makes sense Let's do it pull the trigger tell the people what you got going on what do we like to plug <laughs> what are you fucking sean evans from hot ones <laughs> <laughs> this camera this camera this camera jillian literally does that all the time now she pretends to do hot ones <laughs> while we eat dinner it's, it's oh funny. that's sweet uh what do i got going on you can check out my podcast dilettante ball but uh you may or may not already know about it dilettante ball is uh impossible to spell good luck finding it um but it's a terrible name but here we are we've done 500 episodes and we can't do anything about it I, whatever i'm so behind on podcasts that i i'm used to like you spelling it like that and yeah. like love it. and now you're just like i don't know how to fucking spell it and figure uh, it out <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's figure long. it out <laughs> i don't care anymore you want to listen? Listen, dickheads. <laughs> yeah, just like really alienate everybody. Uh, that's my that's my my big thing going on. Uh, otherwise, yeah. If, uh, if in Chicago, come eat tacos at the restaurant I work at. Hell yeah! Thank you so much for joining me, Spencer. And now we will take it back to me making fun of Augie and Spencer's picks before they gave them to me. And boy, we're back. And didn't those picks suck? Idiots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking morons gosh what was uh, augie thinking he wasn't i <laughs> i thought augie made the most sense the text <sighs> i sent augie to, to like confirm when we recorded was uh the matches are on the facebook group if you want to plan ahead or you can wing it like usual and he goes ha, ha 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 i'll try to plan something out which means he's gonna forget to get on the call tomorrow yeah uh <laughs> i don't know i think tope's picks sounded uh coded like he's being held at ransom or something like that <laughs> Oh, don't, hey, don't joke about that. Don't joke about that. <laughs> Tope is being Captain Phillips right now. After all these years of saying uh, I'm the captain now, he is literally being uh, Somalia pirated. 
Somalia pirate. <laughs> Somalia pirate. I don't know why. Re- Reginald is is holding up Tope right now. He's a wine pirate. So, I tried to say Somalian pirated, but I said Somalia pirated. We just, we, just steal, we just steal good wine. Um, that's WrestleMania. Ooh, it it's a mania. Don't don't. Sorry, those are. You have a lot of pressure because we don't. We have a lot of pressure because we don't have anybody else here to sing. So, (laughs) (laughs) what's Um, the song even like? Is it another weekend song or? So I want to give a shout out to our friend. I I don't think so. I don't know what the song is. I do love that weekend. Did perform that song at halftime Super Bowl because he was determined for that song to be played in that stadium. Absolutely. At some point. Uh, I love that uh, our, fan, our fan, Milldog311, earlier today said, I think the thing I'll miss the most about no Potswoggle WrestleMania Pickums is everyone doing Apollo's Prince Nana accent. And I responded back immediately with like, oh, this is a great message to receive 90 minutes before we start recording. And uh, his response was like, oh, um, if you don't make Tope say, tell the truth, then don't even bother releasing it. And it, like, it confused me so much that I thought that that was part of the WrestleMania theme song. <laughs> I didn't get that it was the concussion joke. I'm like, what's tell the truth? <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, he's not here, but if I do get him on, on, I, I will. Uh, also, Stan the Dry Bear had mentioned uh, that he should, should have sent more jokes. I, oh, I'm did you say, say something about Stan the Dry Bear? So I know we're going long and I don't know how many people we have or how long it's going to no. be the people I'm recording. So uh, oh. if you want to, if, if you want to give me just a few, there's only a few. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 Let's get these jokes out of your inbox. This is uh, the jokes before time 11 invasion of the Jokosaurus. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, I haven't read these since he sent them in February. Of course. Uh, why couldn't the circus find a new human cannonball? Because it's hard to find it. Reset. Reset. Sorry. I need to take this seriously, goddammit. Yeah. He's going to keep sending more if you don't get this right. I know. No, he's going to keep sending more anyway. Yeah, I know. Why couldn't the circus find a new human cannonball? Why? It's hard to find a person of that caliber. Okay, you're obviously on a delay. Um, <clears throat> no, it's just I just didn't like it. <laughs> uh, how do you tell the gender of an ant? <clears throat> you put it in a glass of water. If it sinks, it's a girl ant. If it floats, boy ant. All right, there we go. There we go. There we go. Decent. It's decent. <clears throat> that's, that's a seven out of ten. You know, I don't think enough people appreciate whiteboards. They're truly remarkable. Okay. Okay. Made me smile. That's like a that's like a single. That's a single. Yeah. Uh, I know. I said I liked that documentary about beavers, but I just saw a new one on pliers. It was incredibly gripping. <laughs> Why do it have to be beavers? <laughs> Because there was a joke uh, several emails ago about a documentary about beavers. Oh yeah, that's right. right. There's storylines in these jokes now. I have to keep yeah, up yeah, with. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, great. Another, another, another single. Men off first and second. Yeah. What do uh, what do tight pants in Brooklyn have in common? Flatbush. <laughs> All right. No. That's it. 
That's a uh, that's another single. So now bases are loaded. Oh, bases. Oh, that's the game. Okay. <laughs> what? What did you say? It's an all star game when they ran out of pitchers. <laughs> that's all the jokes we have. <laughs> uh, that's uh, three runners left on base. <laughs> well, well, well. Technically, the buoyant one was like a solo home run. Okay, so, the, okay. so there you go. Yeah. Uh, the theme songs. I just looked it up real quick. Uh, we got the weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is head up high by Fitz. Is that the song? That they're doing with the motion, like, uh, uh, like match cards. Maybe I, I've, I've only been like watching them on Instagram without sound. Like I haven't actually oh. like watched one like with the sound. But you're it's probably like a, right. It's like it's it's like a rap song, and the back and the background is like the theme from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it is. Okay. Yeah, it's that one. All, the only line I know of it is like I'm a beast. That's all. That's that's it. Oh yeah, I think that is technically the theme. Uh, it's so hard to tell like what's been like carried over and what's been like recycled from last year. Uh, it's truly, I honestly think that they had a shitty build purposefully to set low ex- expectations, just like last year. And last year I, was such a yeah. breath of fresh air in that we just had some form of entertainment. So it was, we were fine with it because it was also brand new. And then this year, the hope is that people are so yacked up just to have live wrestling again at that stage that everything is just, just hits. And um, now that they'll be in front of uh, uh, real people mm-hmm. uh, again, do you think that there will be any, I don't know what the status is or anything like that, but do you think we'll have an appearance uh, by one Brockathith Lesnar? don't think so I, I don't see where he would even fit the only thing i would say is maybe as like a final boss like roman wins uh maybe something happened in the match where he had to like sacrifice Heyman or or he went too far and brock mm-hmm. comes out like at the end to be like all right motherfucker because that's another one we talked about like like they have to address that at some point like brock has to come back and try to get his advocate back you know mm-hmm. and be like babyface brock trying to you know get his win back from roman i don't think here i i think I think the Becky thing I would say is close to a lock. I just feel it in my bones. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like Cena claiming like he could make it with some kind of a swerve to like pop up at some point. Um, but anybody else that's like unavailable, I think this is going to be mm. a pretty tame mania. Now where Cena would fit in, I don't know. Besides just doing another fucking rapping bit and beating up Elias for like the fourth year. But here's a surprise for you. Mm. Logan Paul turns on Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul comes out, turns on Logan Paul, helps Sammy win. I get my 11 points. All of you can suck my dick. You had me for a second, but I think more so what happens is that Jake Paul would uh, beat up Sammy Zayn with Logan Paul. Then KO would help him and we get Steen Erico back. Okay. Okay. Against the Pauls? Yeah. Let's run that for fucking four months. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. All right. That's been this... Uh, Return episode of Poswoggle Wrestling Podcast uh, Entertainment. Oh, I know I almost started going through my, <laughs> my usual shit. I didn't remember what we were doing. Uh, thank you for this uh, supersized return episode. Uh, like I said, uh, after Mania, we may do some post-Mania thoughts. But beyond that, we will probably uh, go back into our hibernation until probably the summertime. Um, we are definitely 100% doing a draft this year. It's yes. been requested by so many people. And that one, that one, we might have to go 200 picks. I don't know. It was so much bent, built up. It's considering that every wrestling company has like 90 guys in it right now. Right now, why not? 
Um, and every company has like five shows. Uh, I'll book an AEW Dark Evolution in my Wackathon company. Um, so be on the lookout for that sometime over the summer. Um, I have alluded to it on other things, but I have booked a March of Madness for 2021. I went and I picked the participants. I seated them. I'm in the process of getting everything downloaded and done for the game. Still using the last 2K game because Fire Pro was way too difficult. So make sure you are subscribed to Twitch and the YouTube channel because at some point there will be a, a March of Madness 2021 special or, or clips still determining a winner for that event at some point uh, over the next few months. Besides that for Podswoggle, of course, subscribe over to your podcast. So whenever one does come up, you get it in your feed. Rate, review, and subscribe while you're at it. Patreon.com slash Arcade for bonus content because we still have things coming up. I still haven't edited the uh, the cookbook game I did with Tope and Augie after the Rumble. Uh, follow me on Instagram if you want to see me uh, cooking everything from the WWE cookbook, as well as uh, my Instagram show, Box and Friends, where I show off my collection of toys. Um, you can also go to arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary. We're in the middle of the year 1993 and loving it, surprisingly, because 1993 is not supposed to be good. But maybe they're wrong. Some people said 1992 were great. Some people say cucumbers taste better pickled. Um, huh? Did you say pa? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said my pa. Turn- oh, I thought you said pa. I was like, am I turning into Super Gabby? Oh, no. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Podswoggle at gmail.com, arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag. If you want to send us jokes, it is always open, as Rich can attest. And uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at Podswoggle. We might live tweet WrestleMania. You never know. We did it last year. It was kind of fun. Is that still a thing? Fuck it. Last year, we got like 30 retweets on the the Truman Show uh, Firefly Funhouse tweet. So let's try to do it again this year, except it's probably going to be like an Eli Roth picture for this uh, Randy Orton batting. Anybody else have any plugs? Yeah, follow me uh, on Instagram at Rich Cammy, where every day I host the Whack Pack, where Rip rips open another pack of trading cards every single day. Uh, a lot of times in those old packs of cards, there's uh, old pieces of pieces of gum, which at every $100 that we raise for great causes and organizations, I will chew said gum. It's gross, it's entertaining, it's good for the world. Tune in. Uh, turn the notifications on so you don't miss whenever we go live or post to IGTV. And specifically, keep it locked there uh, because on April 30th will be the one-year anniversary of me doing that fucking thing. We're going to have friends be popping in and out all day. We're going to be going all day doing that damn thing. Um, so, yeah, just you know, mark calendars for that, and it'll be fun. I love how you described uh, you eating the gum on the whack pack is basically like the Nick Gage of Instagram shows. It's gross. It's fun. It makes the world better. <laughs> like it's Nick Gage. <laughs> now. Yeah. Eventually. Uh, Whitten, anything else? Uh, is for like, final, are we on final thoughts or, or just uh, before final thoughts? Is this pre final thoughts? If you have anything to plug, go for it. But if not, you can kick us off with your final thoughts uh i guess the only thing i have to plug is uh toro lawnmowers they're great they cut your yards really good we've all gotten the new things over the year wind's been lawn maintenance yes hey when you have a house late night lawn mowing exactly oh the people the the other people hate it hate it but you know what 
Let him complain. I imagine that was like an HG, you know, like like TNT had like dinner and a movie or like uh, the Joe Bob like dining, like HGTV had like late night lawn mowing where like they show like, <laughs> like feel the dreams and like they have like Bob Vila on to like have like two beers and talk about like edge clippers or something. Just drink, just drink the beers. All right. You got to sharpen your mowers <laughs> yeah. twice, like twice a year. Okay. We're, all right, we're done with that. Let's get, there you go. Let's get to it. Everybody knows what time it is. Cool oh, time. Oh. It's time to sing the song that we break it out once every year, and it goes like this: a one, a two, a three. WrestleMania, it's a mania. That's why there's a mania at the end of it. Yay! For two nights now. Get <laughs> this and sing it twice. <laughs> It's going to be fucked up when next year's WrestleMania is only going to be like two and a half hours. <laughs> In your on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, final thoughts. Uh, you know, not much. I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, my my boy Johnny retaining the North American Championship on Thursday night. Uh, night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Um, which, you know, is, is a way a lot of pizza places had to adapt their delivery services uh, in the last year, contactless and whatnot. Uh, if you don't stop me, I'm just going to keep on going until I find something that I'm going to hit on. Um, hey, I ordered a pizza. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy hand it to me. Uh, I had to go outside and grab it. on it. This is pizza have salami on it. This is pizza have sausage on now it. Now you're just doing a pagoda from Look Who's Talking. <laughs> right, you got you, you got to stop because I'm watching because I'm watching the Jinx and I'm just hearing a lot of Robert Durst in that. <laughs> uh, I want to kill it, kill it, kill him in the dungeon, of course. Hey, <laughs> Uh, I want to bring the show back every week just to do Stu Hart now. For Rip, for Witten, this is Mullet. Signing off for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We'll see you next week now. Yeah, live from the Gulf Coast. Woo! Welcome to the greatest spectacle seen around the world. Tonight is the night we face our enemies. All the gold is up for grabs. Tonight. Always keep your eye on the prize. I'm a Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.